Welcome to Grapes and Capes. I am Joey, and this is a very special episode. It is the TPG Christmas Party. TPG is the most ridiculous thing ever. It stands for, ready for this? Team Patrol Gang. What a dumb name, right? But that's the point. We're just a group of four podcasts. We're friends, and we uh, we support each other. We go on each other's podcasts all the time, constantly keeping in communication, just in support of each other. So we, we just all got together and had a Christmas party. Uh, unfortunately, Mike, my co-host, couldn't make it. He had to be with his family that night. Uh, so hopefully, the next time we all get together, he'll be there too. But we have Chris from the Horror Comics Podcast. We have Eric from Legendary Geek Outs Podcast. And we have Crumbs from the Crumbs of Gotham Podcast. And of course, you're hearing it right here, Grapes and Capes. We just get together and we just bullshit the entire night. Two and a half hours of complete bullshitting and laughing and having a really great night. So enjoy and Merry Christmas, everybody. Joey said he had something to say right at the start, so go ahead. I do? You're the one that fucking messaged it. What? What did I say? No. No, I, I actually, you know what? I do actually have something to say. And um, and, and what I have to say is that uh, the, the, I, we every single one of us, like now, the four of us, this, we have the four cornerstones of all four of us right now. The TPG. The it's the most, yeah. it is the most ridiculous thing that you can fucking yeah. think of. Team Patrol Group is the most stupid fucking name you can think of. And that's why it's so funny. Team Patrol Group. Why would you even think of that? It's the dumbest thing ever. Okay. Why would anyone think of that? I don't know. I I had nothing to imagine what goes on through somebody's head that comes up with something called Team Patrol Group. (laughs) Right. So. But like, the, so we have the four cornerstones, and unfortunately, Mike can't be here tonight because of family, and I, I, all four of us are family guys, right? So you can understand that. Mike oh, can't be with us tonight. He's my co-host. He's fucking awesome, man. This yep. guy is so funny. He's right on point all the time. He's a great co-host and everything. He's a um, but, <laughs> yeah, dude, the, the the whole vagina thing wouldn't be there without him. He requested that. Like he he put that in. Let's do this comic. He is brilliant, man. Mike is like a, he's so brilliant in everything that he does. Um but we have the four cornerstones of our podcasts. So so we have uh Chris from Horror Podcast Horror Comics Podcast. Yeah. We have uh Grapes and Capes and we have uh Eric with uh Legendary Geek Outs and we have Crumbs from Crumbs of Gotham. Um, so those are the four, four podcasts that we're from. Mike is left out. He he's from my podcast, grapes and capes and everything. However, a, this is a Christmas special where, uh, we're all getting together right now. And I feel like we all need to appreciate and give some love to, uh, Jim from weird science DC comics. Um, because, because if, if if he wasn't there, then this none of us would be together right now. Yeah, none of none of us. It was yeah. it was uh, because of him that me and Chris got together and started talking on his podcast, uh, the Horror Comics Podcast. That uh, and uh, because I've been writing for for WeirdScienceDCComics.com for years now, and um, 
And because of uh, Hill House, the DC Comics Hill House, that we started getting together and broadcasting yeah. on 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 podcasts. And I never yeah. had any interest in, in doing that. And I was like, dude, let's do this. Let's combine the two things together. And, and like Chris Rimmer from the DC Comics Squadcast has a podcast he does for hard comics. Let's combine the things together and promote both of them. And, and he was totally into it. He loved it. And and that that led into introduction into Eric. Yep. And that led into introduction to Crumbs. And that led into uh, creating the Grapes and Capes podcast. And it, it, it's been like a year of just people getting together and having a good time together. So I, I feel like uh, Jim Jim does a lot of things that he doesn't realize yeah. is good for everybody. He does a lot of things that make everybody happy. He, he's got this podcast that uh, weirdsciencedccomics.com that I don't feel like he, he knows how far it reaches. I listen to this dude every single day. Every yeah. single day, I hear his voice in my head. I am a Patreon. I, I, I am a badass Patreon. I hear his voice every single day with the comics and all these shows that he has to do. And I don't, I don't feel like he understands how, how, how well he reaches into other people. And I've talked to him before about the problems that he's had in his life are very similar to the problems that. I've had with him and I have a real personal connection to this dude. And I really feel like uh, the four of us would not be together right now for a totally, I, I can't even imagine how much stupid shit we're about to talk to right now. It's going to get, no. No, but it's all because of Jim. It's all because of Jim and because he's a totally nice dude. And, and like, and he respects everything. And he's even told me he respects everything that has offshoot from what he does. But I don't yeah. actually don't feel like he, he knows how much he actually does to inspire people to do the things that he does right. because he's there every single day, producing content, making everybody happy. And that's what, that's what I wanted to say. I wanted to say just happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever Jim's into, man. Just thank you because yeah. all of us would not be here today if it wasn't for him. That's true. Absolutely well, right. Yeah. I'm not, and, I'm, and this is coming from somebody who doesn't know him, who's never talked to him, who's listened to his podcast. And it's it's funny to hear that because I was I I've been digging on on the weird science stuff, especially like I mean nothing against uh, who's the other guy Eric. Eric, yeah. Oh, I guess and, Eric's there too. As the song goes, Eric's great, man. Eric, he's been here my whole life. Yeah, I get. Yeah. I, I a lot of the episodes I hear is just Jim, and that motherfucker can talk. He's yeah. just like, bam, 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 and the shit's hilarious. And he hold, doesn't hold back, and he gives you his honest opinion, and he will straight up like. I mean, I, yeah. I would take his recommendation anytime. And, uh, you know, now I have him to thank for you, motherfuckers. So, you know, thanks, pal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, right now, like, we're, we're recording this right now. It is December 11th is when we're recording this. So, however, whenever we're, re we're releasing this on our separate podcast or whatever, because um, we're all going to release it, hopefully, yeah. on our own separate shit. Uh, it Right now, it's December 11th. Right now, today, 
my podcast, uh, my, I, when I went on his podcast on for Patreon for weird science, DC went out today and dude, that dude did not shut up. He did not give me an, <laughs> he did not give me a word, but I was going to ask you, like, he probably steamrolled your ass the whole no, time. He, <laughs> he did. And, but that's what makes he, he sees everything though. Like he's right on point. He, what you could just tell him like, Hey, what about this issue? And he, he reads it and he's like, boom, 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 boom. He knows every single thing about it. Well, I'm like, this is a comic book that I've had since I was eight years old. And I've literally sat there and I've drawn pictures from it. I've literally sat there and read this comic since I was eight years old. And he knows more about it than fucking I do. Yeah, You know, and he had knows enough to just go off on it and shut me up and just go on blah, 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 blah. And then be like, hey, well, what do you think about this? And you start explaining it. And it's like, well, what do I think about this? And he goes on for another 10 minutes. <laughs> that, that's what makes him so brilliant. That's what makes him so brilliant, you know? And uh, yeah, man, I really feel like I, I, we all should appreciate Jim for what he does. Be, because that man, is, he's, he's, a, he's a force. Yeah. a force and uh anybody who who is into comics or comic podcasting or anything should really appreciate uh, what he brings to all of us mm -hmm. uh, because that he's and he's so giving too you know and he gives back to all of us who are under his umbrella that's what he, that's what he says for all of us even if we we've spawned off of uh, just listening to him and being uh, inspired by him, he appreciates that and he shows that, yeah. you know. So that that's just what I wanted to say before we get into complete absolute malarkey, yeah. because I'm sure it, <laughs> we're coming. gonna just <laughs> the night is young and we're gonna yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jim, Jim also sounds like my neighbor when I lived in Jersey, Jersey City who would come out drunk and throw his slippers into the tree at the squirrels. So, <laughs> <laughs> sounds exactly like that dude. I would come outside and this dude Dave would be like, these fucking squirrels out of the top of I'd be like, man, you should do a podcast. He'd be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's incredible. That's incredible. Awesome. I'm sure awesome. Jim will probably love that, that comparison. You <laughs> have oh, to imagine. No. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I guess if we're doing a like a send up, I I wouldn't be podcasting if it wasn't for uh, uh, Tim and Scott at uh, what what is used to be Suicide Squadcast now DC Film Squadcast. So that's what got me here. So you know, trickle down uh, umbrella, you know, kind of thing. So it's it's awesome, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. This this TP this Teen Patrol group gang uh, troop. Uh, what are, more words to describe a group of people? Uh, well, let's not forget, <laughs> especially for you personally, Chris. Uh, it connected to weird science, Reggie Reggie. Oh yeah, and yeah. Um, you know, yeah. and that that dude was absolutely amazing. Yeah. And I'm gonna talk to uh, the um when my next episode for uh, <laughs> for grapes and capes when I talk to Mike. Reggie, the actual character Reggie, not Reggie Reggie. Yeah. Um, from from Weird Science DC Comics, which he his name and picture is based on just Reggie from Arch Action Comics is gonna come up. Um yeah. but uh man, like Reggie Reggie was like he he was a, a dude, that man, he was great. Yeah. Yeah, and and I I every time I hear you speak about him, I, I tear up. 
I really yeah. do because he inspired you to create your own podcast, which of course yeah. I've been on and, and, and spawned so much more stuff. So, um, Thank you, Chris, man. You're, you're our fearless leader. I don't know if you, you yeah. recognize it or not, man, but you, uh, you, you spawned all of this. We're sitting yeah. here. Dude, know, what yeah. the, are you oh, driving and taking a nip? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. That, you smoke. All right. Don't get him in trouble, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, what we're, all, what we're all thinking, people, I might as well. Uh, oh, my God. I, I got to say, I gotta say that. Uh, I thought, I thought that was Johnny Walker. <laughs> I got to say that Rimmer and yeah. Jordan are my reason for being here because if it hadn't yeah. been for me stumbling across them and you know talking to them, they wouldn't have pushed me to try it again. Cause I did like a one last year that only went like three episodes and I didn't like it. So I deleted everything, but they pushed me to come back to it. And now look at this. I'm on, I'm on TPG yeah. with one of the guys that got me back into the game. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And it's like, it's been awesome to like, you know, be able to like do shows with you and like, you know, watch fucking you. Cat just called shows. me in the crotch. It was. <laughs> fucking cat just jumped up in my lap and called me in the crotch. God damn it. <laughs> That's so oh, quality, quality radio. Yeah, here it is right here. Oh, fuck that hurt a little bit more to the left and she would have got my bag. <laughs> This is it. This is the. This is what. This, this is the masses. What they desire, you know, is that slapstick. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I would yeah, man. It's been awesome. What's up? I'm wanna, sorry. I want to thank me for doing this because without me, I wouldn't be here. There you go. Well, no, absolutely true. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, you guys. You guys are the ones that got me to even think about starting to do my own shit. And even though it's a slow burn. I got ideas. I got plans for after Christmas. So I want to thank Eric. I want to thank Chris. And I want to thank Joey for all of you for just being like, do it. Just fucking do it. Encouraging me, bringing you on, bringing me on to your shows, coming on mine, doing, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it's, absolutely. Uh, man. It's just been a, it's been a real support group on top of just a bunch of pals being absolutely ridiculous with one another in a chat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the chat is we probably, I don't know. It's like, it's, is that something that we would be able to publish for the public to see? Because it's kind I of like, maybe not. I don't, I don't know. Think so. I don't know. Do you want to keep your public? <laughs> do you want to keep your, like, solid standards, or do you just want to flush your career down the hole early? <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll see. Oh, God. Uh, what a shit that I admitted to you, freaking assholes. Hell, fucking no. No way. <laughs> But no, no, seriously. I mean, like, I, it, it, you guys have been so great, especially since the beginning that we started. Especially with, I mean, we're not even talking like, um, like podcasting shit because that's where we started. We started with supporting each other with podcasting and 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 what we each other is doing. We're going on each other's shows and we're sharing. We're doing all this freaking shit. But dude, like. Eric, when I, when I had a, a little tough time going on there, Eric took time off from his own break to talk to me mm -hmm. and like call me. And we had a conversation when I was having a tough time. And, and like, so this is like beyond that. It's yeah. beyond that. Um, beyond just a group of, not even just like a network. Cause it's not a network. We're not a network mm -hmm. or anything. It's right. just a group of guys that just support each other and doing what we're just fucking fucking around and doing yeah. stupid fucking podcasts, but also being <laughs> of each other and, and, you know, and, 
and also in in serious times we can rely on each other and uh that that's really important um you know and uh, i i appreciate everything that everybody's done for, yeah, the, for the past since we've been together and um also um you know let's uh let's fuck around a bit now yeah now that yeah. let's get over the seriousness well, uh, one more, now one that more, we've all one yeah. serious note yeah if anybody takes anything away from this episode no matter what show you're listening to be it my show uh grapes and capes crumbs over Go- uh, crumbs of gotham and uh horror comics take a take away the fact that you should never give up on what you what you enjoy be goofy yeah. and honestly just be more positive in the world because yeah honestly between my family and you guys and my buddy Carl, I'd probably be one miserable son of a bitch if it wasn't for all of you. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, cheers yeah. to that. Cheers to that for sure. Oh, I just knocked over my shot glass, but it was empty, so no harm, no foul. Cheers. <laughs> Hold on, let me get a nip. <laughs> hey, dude, I, I seriously thought that there? was Jägermeister. It looks like Jägermeister. Put that up again. Go ahead. What is it? Does that does that look not look like when he tips it up? Does that I'll look see. look like a nippy? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh god, that's brilliant. That's great. Mine looks like a fucking VHS cassette. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> that's the whole reason I got it. Mine fucking looks retro. like a tiny bottle of tequila, and that's well, that's what that's it is. not tiny. Huh? That's, that's not pretty, tiny. That's at pretty all. small. I mean, this is the size of a shot glass, so that's. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, now, it's not, you're right. It's not tiny. It's small, right? Right, guys? Not, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, okay. I, I have a bowl of cheese puffs. So I know you're all oh, jealous. My man. <laughs> Dude, all I miss the planters cheese balls. Dude, those are great. The planters? Mm. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. And now my state's under a fucking curfew from no one's out between 5 p.m. to or from not from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. And it sucks because after this show's over, I'm like, I kind of want some cheese puffs now. Now I can't go because <laughs> the fucking are going to pull me over for that shit. Yeah. Yeah, we're wow. closed down at uh, 9.30 in my state. Oof. 9.30. But I, I think that's when the last call is in, here, in this state. They've made that a... Uh, state regulation last call was like 9 30 at the bars and shit well the, i mean it makes sense dude i mean i'm i'm 40 years old where the fuck am i going after fucking 9 30 well, what do i do i'm making a freaking run i'm making a run for bread for the next day for my kids for lunch i ain't doing shit after 9 30 <laughs> you know what i mean it's all the like kids that run out doing stupid shit and go to bars without wearing wearing masks and shit it makes sense it makes sense to call that curfew like what the fuck am i doing <laughs> like <laughs> most people like 9 30 i'm i'm sleeping oh, well, <laughs> we're, you know? we're gonna try and keep the pandemic talk to a minimum because fuck 2020 <laughs> and that bullshit i don't yeah, dude now if i want to rant I got one thing that I really want to rant about as oh, far as great. like the Christmas season goes to. And it's, if I, I swear to God, dude, it was so fucked up. Cause I went to a light show last night and my wife knows that anytime she hears the first little chime, she knows I'm about to fucking just go bitter as fuck. I cannot stand all I want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. <laughs> and fuck that goddamn song so much, dude. Oh. And they played it during the light show, and I just sat there stone faced for like three and a half minutes, just like please end. And it's like 
I've heard covers like My Chemical Romance has covered it, and fucking August Burns Red just covered it for their. What? I, they didn't what? sing it. It was just like it was just an instrumental version okay. of like metal version of it. And either way, that wasn't enough to save the fucking song. I fucking hate that song because it's like anytime you go to a store they play christmas music i'm fine with that but yeah. when you play that song then another christmas song and then that song again then another christmas song then that song again dude uh-huh. how does nobody fucking hate this song yet <laughs> no everybody does everybody that works in retail because i work in retail nobody likes it Fuck no likes it. no hey, Chris, can, you, can you hear me a little better uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. All actually, right. like right after. Uh, no, I I think that might have been on my end actually, because I like uh, swap. Anyway, yeah. Weird, some, stupid soundboard stuff. You're fucking around with shit, trying to make it so that you can hear me better. You're... <laughs> <laughs> Thank <I'm> you. Just... <laughs> well, there's there, there's one. <laughs> There's one modern Christmas song that I hate more than anything. And I can't even remember. I can't even remember what it is or how it goes. But every time it comes on, it's like one of those more modern ones. And every time I'm just like, this is the worst Christmas song ever. I can't remember what it is. But it, it's just like freaking, it, it kills me every single time. It's not the my Mariah Carey song. Because that one, I'm still like, holy crap, I'm going to stab myself in the face. Yeah. But there's one that I, I just can't remember. It's covered by everyone. And I'm just like, holy shit, the, the, the song, like, and, and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, like the, the older I get, the more I appreciate Christmas overall. Exactly. Overall, just yeah. the lights. I love the lights and the spirit. I, I mean, dude, I'm, I'm an atheist. I don't believe in any of that shit and all that, <laughs> but dude, I'm a complete heathen. And, but like freaking just, just the spirit, the lights and the, the, the yeah. spirit of Christmas and everything and the music and everything but there's this one song that comes on and i was like holy shit i'm gonna kill myself now that's one of them but there's a, i can't and I, it's killing me that i can't remember what it is because it, it, it's like an r&b version of a christmas song like and but all the other ones i'm fine with i'm fine with i love it because it's it's a change from the bullshit music i have to listen to the other 11 months out of the year i'm looking it up right now uh, it's like a, you another talking about it crumbs yeah. it, it looked like crumbs was kind of gonna chime in it seemed like he yeah. understood what you were talking about maybe am i who, wrong me? yeah i no. thought you started who me yeah? okay <laughs> i have no idea what the fuck joey's talking about oh, <laughs> oh jesus okay. it, looked, <laughs> it looked like you like said something crumbs. like oh i don't know anyway okay sorry ah, i don't, I don't I, know which like oh, constantly in the dark. I had to get out of the parking dome because I was getting poor internet connection. I was like, I don't yeah. want this to be like like what happened to the end of our podcast, uh, where we're talking over each other in the audio. Oh. Yeah, yeah. We we um. So we had on uh, grapes and capes. He was on grapes and capes, and towards the end, my audio was faster than his was. So it sounded yeah. like I was like interfering with him. It sounded like my was qu- mine was quicker, but because we recorded on cell phones, I couldn't fix it. It's uh, a, yeah, that's yeah. a that's a common thing. That's very very annoying that happens, and uh, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it says, mm-hmm. Thank you, technology, for fucking it up. Yeah. We deal with what we Dude, and everything, everything that that I'm looking up is like Mariah Carey's freaking all I want is Christmas is you. Right? 
I've seen it's shit that I didn't even know were fucking like songs. Like I didn't know that fucking uh, who's who's a fucking Ari- Ariana Grande. Oh, uh, no thanks. Fucking did <laughs> oh, <man>. some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> the Jonas oh, Brothers man. did some bullshit. You don't yeah, know who another- Ari Grande is? She's a a modern day freaking like a talent dude. She's amazing. Dude, Isn't that a great I, I don't know who it. she is. I just <laughs> I, I, listen. I, wait, uh, right. is she the, Ari- is she the one that does that stupid ass song? Uh, my hair, do you like it? Just bought it. Whatever the fuck she says. I, I don't. Know. I don't know, but she did one with uh, the one that I remember seeing all over the place recently was, was like with Lady Gaga, and it was like uh, I don't know. Something about raining or something. I don't know. I still and need I to watch that movie with he, her and. Uh, oh, that wasn't Cooper. that wasn't Gaga. That was that was Slayer. It was uh, Rain and Blood. That's oh, what yeah. it was. It was Ariana Grande Slayer. Yeah, like, Rain and oh, Blood. Oh Jesus! Yeah, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ariana Grande has been around since you know since Slayer started. You know, at least with at least when Slayer did Raining Blood. So. But apparently, she's, she's she has the secret of the Fountain of Youth by bathing in youth's blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like Elizabeth Ariana Grande, she's been around for a long time, and she originated on, I think it was D- Disney Channel, and yeah. she had two separate shows where she was actually she was actually pretty funny. Her character was actually pretty funny, and um and but it turns out she had a great voice, and she really does. She has a fucking amazing voice, um and then of course she became popular on that, but she actually is actually a really, really good singer. I'm not saying you should listen to her music. However, she is actually really talented. She really is. Yeah. Could be worse. You could hear from that fucking bad guy by fucking Billy Ellish. There's lots of really good musicians, though, like that. I, I will firmly stand my ground and say Dream Theater is like an all star cast of amazing musicians that write really, really horrible songs. I concur. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's that's hilarious. Yeah, I, I can't like Mike Portnoy as a drummer is like one of my like I can sit there and watch him do clinics all day long, and as soon as I see a Dream Theater song come on the my my playlist or whatever, I'm just like, nope, block, don't ever play that again. I don't like it. <laughs> No I know what you mean. I know what you mean. They're like hailed as like some of the best musicians in the world, but it's like, can anyone name one of their songs though? It's like no. because they probably are some of the most, you know, incredible musicians ever, but like I don't I don't know what I couldn't tell you a song. I couldn't hum one. You know, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know. But that's what happens when you try to put together super groups. It doesn't work. Yeah, yeah that's gotta- true. That's very true. Yeah. Well, wait. Where did Dan Yankees go? They had that one stupid ass song that sucked, and nobody gives a shit about them. They were all friggin' huge, though. They were huge. Ted Nugent, <laughs> the, the yeah. dude, the, the the I'll sail away guy. What the hell? Who? What band is that? Mister Roboto. Come I, sail away. Yeah, I'm uh, drawing a blank. Uh, um, no, come sail away. No, Mister Roboto is. Uh... That's uh oh my god. Come sail away. Sticks. 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 The same from Sticks was in that band. Yeah, yeah they're just yeah. 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 Every time I hear Come Sail Away, I automatically go back to that Cartman episode of South Park where like he couldn't yeah. hear the first few seconds of the song without singing the whole fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking... right, come on. The the traveling Willberries were uh 
they were a hit. They they were they lasted, right? <laughs> yeah, did you hear have you have well, you heard any have... of like their album? They had like two good songs. <laughs> no, yeah, I didn't. I mean... That's the fight. <laughs> I didn't hear any of it. George Harrison and nope, never heard any of the no. songs. And can I take a, let, let me take a yeah. moment to defend traveling wheelbarrows, dude? Let, oh, here we go. Look at look at the crew. Look at the crew. Uh, Tom Petty, yep. Roy Orbison. Like, I mean, George Harrison. Like, look at the crew and everything. All right, yeah, no, it was a cash in. It was, but like, look at the crew on everybody that was on that, and then like those two hits. They're still being being played today. But still what being else played today. Well, that's there cool. See that I I don't know that I've ever heard the hits though. I need to go check that out. I need to see what the hits were because I don't know what they. No, I, they I, had they had like two or three. And, oh, I believe it. I just yeah, I, like, I just, you know, I haven't just heard like it. just the crew that they had and and like the, that group was just like how like Bob Dylan just like I mean yeah. really really the talent that you had all there and also the music that they produced was nothing like you would expect. Like, you know, it wasn't any kind of music that you expect from e any of them. They just went together and they put it together and they put it out there. Yeah. It, it, it was like, you know, uh, just pop or whatever. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but still, man, you got all these musical geniuses in their own eras and their own different, different genres coming together tom petty and roy orbison right like coming together george right. you know george harrison and, and freaking you know like and just like all these different people coming together and making music together who are legends in their own field how often does that actually happen actually i've got two yeah go for it i've got rebel meets rebel what the hell is that? that? I know what you're I think I've mentioned it to you before. Yeah. Rebel Meets Rebel is the lead singer. Is, the singer is uh, David Allen Coe. Mm -hmm. The oh. band is Rex Brown, Vinnie Paul, and Dimebag Daryl. Mm -hmm. uh, it is Pantera and oh, okay. fucking... Oh, don't even... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about Phil Anselmo had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I like I like Phil Anselmo in Pantera. How do you have a fucking Pantera and then say you like Phil Anselmo? Fuck. <laughs> I said I like Pantera. I don't like anything that those guys did after Pantera because it well, wasn't no, fucking Pantera. No, Rebel Means Rebel was a one and done. Trust me, look it up. You'll thank me for it later. The no, second I just think song, uh, done. Do what? I said, I'm very thankful to Rebel Beats Rebel or whatever they're called, Spy vs. Spy, whatever they're called, for being a one and done. For being a one and done. Because yeah. I don't want to hear it. Hey, I, I get it. I, the one song that I heard from that was uh, was it Cowboys Do More Dope. Is that the, the song? The Rock and Rollers. Yeah, yeah, that song's pretty tight. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Super Crips are weird, so man. Well, that do no. dope. Fucking well, yeah. I mean, right, let me try my second one. Maybe that'll please your fucking picky ass. <laughs> back back earlier, because Lemmy was a part of this for one song, but Lemmy, uh, not Lemmy, uh, Dave Grohl started uh, Probot, and it had like a bunch of different 
musicians from a bunch of different bands and dave Grohl was a part of it in some way like he did something the one that he did with lenny he was the drummer for and that album was fucking sick yeah i think the probot album is a lot different though than than a super group that was more like because like black flag did that with uh with uh the west memphis three uh tribute that they did uh where the the black black flag the band played the songs and they had guest vocalists on every on every song so it was all black flag songs but that was that was pretty cool. The Probot thing I think is different. I I definitely dug dug on that. It was a neat idea. Uh, you could still go fuck yourself with Rebel versus Rebel. <laughs> oh shit! Hey, the moral the moral of the story the moral of the story is Dave Grohl is a god and Crumbs is a douche. Oh. No, no, <laughs> Dave Grohl's a nice guy. He's not a god, and Crumbs is definitely a douche. <laughs> I think we're losing Chris slowly but surely. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I was going to say something. I can't remember now. Uh, that's old age for you. Hey, did you guys watch the. I sent y'all a trailer in, on uh, Twitter for. Uh, I watched that piece. Psycho Goreman. I mean, it looks fucking ridiculous. I'm going to watch it. Oh, I'm going to. Yeah. Dude, I it's fucking insane. sat through Santa Jaws for Christ's sake. And I'm guaranteeing none of you guys did the same. Uh, well, Santa, what was it? Santa I, versus Jaws. Is that what. Um, no, just Santa Jaws. Santa Jaws. Okay, that's what. Yeah. I, I, no, I, I just want to. I just want to butt in for a second. Uh, Temple of the Dog is probably the best supergroup ever. Okay, fair. Uh, yeah, Temple of the Dog. Like freaking, you combine name. Soul Garden and 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 Hunger Strike Jam. Yeah. You combine those two bands together. That's probably the best. That, well, no, Chris Cornell was in it too. Well, no, Song yeah, Sound Garden and Pearl Jam and Alice in Chains. And Dallas and Change. No, yeah, you're right. Combine those three together. That's what you get. Like Temple of Dog is just like probably for me at least. Uh, for so all, for my roots, all. my real roots. That's that's like probably the best freaking you know the super group ever. Even though I know a lot of classic other classic rock groups and all that, you know, and all that. But but uh, also, what the fuck are you talking about for a movie? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, missed, I missed what you said because I was like, "How about this movie?" But I'm like, "What the fuck?" I missed it. <laughs> no, PG looks fucking sick. It looks pretty fucking funny. You didn't give me a chance to rebuttal your Temple of the Dog. You went right into another topic. I don't care about your rebuttal. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I haven't heard Temple of the Dog either, so I'm curious. What was the what crumbs? What's your thoughts on it? Well, I can only I can only name one song that that from Temple of the Dog, and they only put out one album, and it didn't last very long. That's because oh, the rest of the albums suck. Oh. <laughs> it I was mean, that so tends to be the way that it goes with supergroups. Like you going back to what we were saying before, like you, it's like they oh, generally I, don't do very well. Like it's like it's even if they have a couple of good songs, like the Highway Man. You look at like John uh, Johnny Cash and like Willie Nelson and Chris Christopherson and all those guys did the Highway Men. Well, the song Highway Man was like the big song that's really good and, and how was the rest going, of the album and going through the rest of it it's kind of like eh, okay it's just it all kind of just is trying to sound like that one song like kind of, to me that's album. super groups you know the one thing i will say about temple of the dog is that they put that together after their friend from mother love bone died and it, most of that stuff was material that he had never pre- like released and they kind of uh put their own twist on it and i'm I'm really just being a nudge and trying to be a dick, but in all <laughs> concept, the whole 
the whole the whole concept of the album and the reason why they did it was very admirable and i uh i completely retract my the rest of the album stuff even though the rest of the album sucked no (laughs) (laughs) can i can i just like purposely be a purposely be a dick right now yeah, because, because, the whole because, point. Because, because well, purposely, I'm going to purposely be a complete asshole on purpose right now in front of everybody in, t- in the entire world because I, I did something on Facebook and <laughs> and not too many people were happy about it where where I was talking about uh, I see I, I posted a meme saying that uh, 2020 is not all that bad because there's still country music. <laughs> and and be like, oh, and and somebody was like, well, you know, you still have blah blah blah, and this all of this genre, and it's not that bad because there's, you know, Dolly Parton and and, and Crumbs. We talked about Dolly Parton, right? Like Dolly Parton. I was like, the, the girl, I feel so bad that I really went that that the woman with the tits. I feel so bad because that's so freaking sexist. I was. I don't know what, but I don't know what's worse. He goes, oh, the, the the woman with the tits, and and instantly I went. Dolly Parton, you really Dolly Parton, right? No, and, but I feel so bad because like I shouldn't refer to it like that because I do have respect for her, and you know what I mean. Like especially, you know I mean, she's like she's she like tits. it's perfectly yeah. fine. They're perfect. They're I mean, amazing. It's yeah. pronounced that part of her is pronounced physically for a reason. It's not, uh, you know, it's not completely. And those, <laughs> and those you know, particular assets were put in front. And foremost, with her, all of her nine to five friggin' shit, like it was just like you couldn't help yeah. it. It was right there. Well, they're right. They're, they're right there. They're they're amazing, and she is a a wonderful person, right? She's a great person. Yeah. She's yeah. you know, um, but so I put that out there. It was like you know, let's twenty twenty and country music, and twenty twenty is not as bad because of country music and all that. And feel like well, you know. Well, there's still other like th- there's a difference between you know the pop the the pop pop country music and all this stuff and then you know dolly parton and uh you know and willie and, and um and uh what's his name there from walk the line johnny cash johnny, cash. johnny yeah johnny cash and all that and, uh, and eddie money i think and, eddie money is who you're trying to think of and and then i'm like no like i'm 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 sorry like i don't like i'm i'm sorry i'm i'm johnny cash is still not good and i'm sick of pretending it is like straight from joker shit i'm like i'm sorry i still will not listen to johnny cash and i'm sick of pretending that i will you don't have to shit i can't listen to it i'm sorry i'm you don't have to i'm sick of pretending that johnny cash (laughs) is good i will not sit there and listen to johnny cash sorry hey hey hey, hey, that that's perfectly fine everyone's entitled to your opinion to their own opinion pop in johnny cash and sit there and listen to it oh i do i love johnny cash (laughs) i'm a fan uh but hey to each their own exactly hey joey (laughs) we're solidarity brother solidarity (laughs) yeah no man i'm not putting that album in i'm nobody's alone See, oh, I see, that's I why we get along. That's, that's exactly what well, even this movie, Walk the Line, is overrated, man. They, everything about it's overrated. I'm not well, putting that's that why we all get in. I'm not that music in. I'm not like seriously. Uh, more t- power to him as far as influence and all that, but I'm not putting that album in. Dude, the man was a scumbag. He, he was cheating on his wife. No shit. Yeah, a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, you don't have to look I mean, up most, the, who most. he is as a person. <laughs> Listen, it's fine. 
I'm a piece of shit, and I can have like the greatest <laughs> on the face of the planet. It's what I love. Yeah, I just love. I love it. So, oh my god. I love, I love like when people get political on like political conversations, like just like liberal or just like a Democrat do this and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, everybody's a piece of shit across the line. And it doesn't matter what you listen to, what you freaking on your political freaking field, anything. There's always a piece of shit somewhere. There's always a piece of shit somewhere. It doesn't fucking matter. Just deal with it. Like they, everybody's a piece of shit. Like shit, dude. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, dude. No. Yeah. But you're right. The romantic. It's funny though. Like the, like the romantic story of Walk the Line is like, it's so fucked up because it's yeah. like, it's like, the whole thing is like, she's like, uh, no, you're married and you have children. I can't be with you. And like, it's supposed to be like endearing that he's like, oh, but come on, June. Like, come on. You know. I don't know. Come on. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. work of fiction or whatever, fan. whatever. But this is like based on reality. This is like an actual yeah. like freaking story about this dude, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's so great!" And then, "Oh, dude, this man's a piece of shit." And also, his music <laughs> is not as good as you remember it to be. It's freaking crap. He's going guitar. and then he covers Bold like words from, uh, everybody, everybody, like I bet you'd say, "What is Johnny Cash's best song?" And everybody's gonna say "Hurt," which is by written by Trent Reznor from fucking Nine Inch Nails. A boy named Sue. Which is one of the best. Say, a, boy named, a boy named Sue kind of cracked me up a little. I like that one. No, no, everybody's gonna say "Hurt." Everybody no, I'm saying in my opinion is a boy yeah. named Sue. A boy named Sue is great, but I get what you're saying. Though, Joey, it, the majority sure. of people are gonna say "Hurt." And that for a big, was for, a, for like a generation or a lot of people, that song was like the big song that they would only know Johnny Cash by. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and, and it's far enough removed from Trent Reznor to like, you know what I mean? To, to where they wouldn't know who that was either. But like, uh, yeah. I, what's the song that's like, uh, uh, where he's like, I took a shot of cocaine, I shot my woman down. No, it's not. No, no, it's, no, it's cocaine blues. It's just, is that what it's called? That yeah. song is my favorite Johnny Cash song. Where he's that like, was a damn good, solid song. How he's talking about just doing blow and like shooting his wife's lovers and stuff. I'm like, this is fucking crazy, man. This dude's clearly insane. Uh, well, but, one, one of one yeah. of my favorite cover songs of all time is actually by Johnny Cash. And it's actually from the, the tables have turned. Oh, okay. no, this magic, mo this magic moment from Lost Highway. Hi, this is future Joey just butting in. Super quick right here. I make a complete idiot of myself the entire night. However, this is the part where I say that Johnny Cash covers this magic moment. And I say it many, many times, and he didn't. That was Lou Reed. It's very clearly Lou Reed. I've always known it's Lou Reed. Why would I say that Johnny Cash did that cover? I have no freaking idea. Clearly, I am an idiot. Two, two of my most favorite cover songs are from like that era. You have Marilyn Manson with You Put a Smell on Me, which is like the best magic, like the the best freaking cover song of all time. Marilyn Manson doing You Put a Spell on Me from Creedence Clearwater Revival. It's fucking amazing. Amazing. Johnny Cash uh, doing that song uh, th that that I just mentioned is freaking fucking amazing. I haven't heard fucking that one. Amazing. That's cool. 
That sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you the Dispatch Moment, which is from Lost Highway, which is a great movie. And that album is freaking amazing. You have um uh you have uh Smashing Pumpkins on there doing I, which is probably Smashing Pumpkins' best song, in my opinion, is I. It's because uh, they that's when they started getting into um the the more um the 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 technical shit you know like the more like nine inch nails kind of you know venturing off into organs and all that kind of stuff and going more of um what's the word i'm looking for the more um industrial yeah you know, that was the more, like sort of goth phase right when they yeah, showed up exactly. wearing like yeah. giant boots and spikes and leather like yeah leather jackets and stuff yeah, yeah. man yeah and yeah so oh, it was more God. there that industrial phase and um so dude like his magic moment where it was so heavy and just so the, his magic moment cover was great and i don't know how else to say that but you, you guys should listen to it because that yeah, was awesome awesome i think my out. favorite johnny cash song is uh rain and blood by flair yeah <laughs> yeah I, I think i agree with that too I'd be what about freebird freebird yeah <laughs> Freebird, Freebird uh, no, I hate Freebird. Freebird like by way of Running Blood by Slayer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, he, it's, when it's he covered Miley Cyrus's Party in the USA, dude, I cried. <laughs> I, dude, I cried when he cried, covered that. Dude, I prefer, I prefer I, the Weird Al version, Party in the CIA. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I don't, are, but I do. are we going yeah. to talk about Christmas shit or not? Eventually. Uh, what? Eventually. Slayer's Christmas? Yeah, Slayer. Rain. King Diamond had a Christmas song. Slayer. It's like you could spell it like Slay. You know, Slayer. Whatever. I think there is, or no, a friend of mine had said that he wanted to start like a metal Christmas band called Slayer. Spell it. Holy shit! Slay. Yeah, the Slay. And your friend didn't do that. No, because he's a fucking idiot. I mean, then you should steal that idea and just do that. Because if, if I can be in that band with you, I'll do it. I'll. Whatever I need to do, I'll. There we I'll, go. Let, let, we'll just we'll just send you we'll send you the tracks and you could record it and then send it back. And, yeah, we'll and just. We'll never we'll, play live. No, well, no one will ever again. Apparently, so it's fine. <laughs> we're, we're good. We're on the right track. <laughs> Streaming is the way That's to go. So much an issue. <laughs> I mean, Slayer though. I mean, South of Heaven is just one of the most perfect albums. South of Heaven is. It's perfect. Absolutely. Even like it starts off with South, South of Heaven starts off with South of Heaven. How can you get any any more perfect for an opening Dude, song? On, Holy on that album, shit. Ghost of War was like my favorite song on that record. Oh yeah, um, yeah. It was just because it's like I'm I'm just a, I'm a thrash head, so the faster the better. So yeah. that that song just like it was just like the drum fills make no <laughs> sense at all. Like literally, Dave Lombardo is just like <laughs> and just doing what he can. Like, some of those drum fills, and and at the same time, me and my me and my old roommate, where he was a drummer too. And we would sit there trying to figure it out, going, "What the fuck was this guy on? Like, I don't, I don't understand it." And like, he plays like, like ever so slightly behind the guitars. So like, you're trying to keep up, and like, if you're listening to it, you're like ahead of him, and you try to right. slow down, and it sounds like you're like now flagging, but you're really not. It's, dude, uh, he, uh, he's a monster, and he kind of sucks at the same time. Well, he was well here's here's Michael. Well, here's Mike. 
So he was on, yeah, in all fairness, he was on cocaine. Me, I know here's my from question, experience. Here's my it's, question it's to you. Here's my, here's my question to you, though. Um, as a percussionist, um, uh, as somebody who is like, I, I played rhythm guitar. And uh, as you, as who, who is a percussionist, um, the Rolling Stones, what gave them their sound was that the guitar set the beat, right? So he would come in and and he would start playing and that is where he, the the drums would kick in the guitar was what set the beat that's what gave them their their sound the the, the, the rolling stones have their un, unique sound because of that mm-hmm. because keith richards would be the first one who started playing and then the drums would kick in based on his tempo and so do you think that might have been the thing where maybe it was the same thing for them you know, like maybe like he was offset because that guitarist was the one who was setting the tempo. You know, I, it, when you said that, that might be kind of that. That's exactly what I thought of, because that's what of Rolling Stones is one of the greatest bands of all time. Like, and that's what separated them from everybody else was the man who set the tempo was Keith Richards, not the percussionist. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that Kerry King probably threatened to kick his ass if he couldn't keep up. (laughs) (laughs) And if you look at the size of the rest of the band, as opposed to Dave Lombardo, all three of them were a lot larger than he was. And Tom Araya probably hit him upside the head a couple times with his bass and said, you better keep up motherfucker, which is probably why Dave Lombardo has quit Slayer eight times. So, (laughs) So, do I think it's music? I don't think it's musically uh, motivated. I think it's like he's drumming for his life. <laughs> yeah, I know. Literally, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that's that. That's just one of the one of the one of the best albums is like- that ever is is South of Heaven, and um, you know, obviously, Appetite for Destruction and Yellow Brick Road is on there too. But Appetite, I just I love South of Heaven so much. Just the, the the entire, it's a slower like even for Slayer, it's a more slower, methodical album throughout the whole thing. It's brilliant, absolutely I brilliant. Think, I think as far as Slayer goes, I think Seasons in the Abyss is is underrated. Absolutely, I was going to say that a while ago, but like. You guys got on your tangent about South of Heaven, so I was just like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> this is one of the most underrated Slayer albums. Is like it was, it was right there at the pinnacle, like at the peak of like their writing, and that whole like, you know, super thrash, like just come out of the gates swinging, and it get it doesn't get the love that like Rain and Blood or South in Heaven get, and I think that it deserves at least at least as much praise, if not a little more. Because I think they were better at writing at that point. I will say that when we're back on the cover subject, Slayer has one song that they turn thrash as fuck. And is a very, I I wish more people knew that they covered this fucking song. This before we go carried on over to Christmas topics, their cover of Inagata De Vida was by far the shit. (laughs) Okay. Slayer. Hold on. What? Hold on. Is this a real thing? Slayer cover Inagata De Vida. Yeah, it is. Yep. Okay. I don't know. It wasn't on Seasons of or South of Heaven, so I don't know. I think it was on one of their... uh, I think it was that big box set they came out with that looked like a giant Slayer treasure chest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
that's long after my time. Yeah, it was them. And then the other one uh, that was like a sister song to that was I Hate God's uh, Live and La Vida Loca was actually another one of my favorite uh, covers. Oh, shit. Was, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I Hate God. Actually, classic. Uh, yeah. E-Y-E. The toy dolls. Metal band. Do are, you guys, are you guys familiar with the Toy Dolls? Mm, I'm not. No. All right. They covered in a, uh, in a they covered Live and La Vida Loca using kazoos. <laughs> I've got to find this. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so good. I've got to find this now. That sounds brilliant. It is brilliant. Brilliant. Listen, they're a three-piece band, right? The they're they're the most awkward-looking people on the face of the planet, and they are so incredibly musically talented. And the singer's voice is absolutely ridiculous. But when you listen to all the layers of like backups that they do and how they like piece everything together, it's for a punk band. It's genius. It's so good. And the and the guitar player's name is Olga. He's this like tiny, little scrawny, blonde-headed, gangly, Brit teeth dude, and it is pure genius. He is a guitar god. It's so good. Awesome. It's so good. I can't awesome. say it's like the dumbest shit too. They sing about like Nelly the elephant, and they have they, what's uh, Barry the roofer who falls off the roof because he has vertigo and dies. Like that's I mean, my favorite. Like, I love that guy. So all I did, milkman. It's 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 not in the same vein as the dead milkman. The dead milkman are brilliant on their on on a different level, but it's it's definitely that's worth cool. checking. And of course, I can't be, be being the fact that we live in the day and age that we live in now. I can't, for political correctness reasons, say what the name of my favorite song by Dead Milkman is, but it has to do with going to the zoo. <laughs> oh, <no>. oh, geez. <laughs> I don't. I'm not familiar, so I. Uh, I'm gonna be googling I'm not gonna that later. Twitter, yet, so. <laughs> What is Eric's favorite song? By <laughs> I'm gonna be googling it up later. Oh, hell, I'll post him. I'll post a link for Chris in, in the fucking group. I don't even. That song's fucking brilliant. <laughs> and it'll get stuck in your head after you listen to it once. Cover cover songs. The Dead Milkman covered uh, a song from a Marx Brother movie uh, ah. called. Uh, uh, Lydia the Tattooed Lady. Uh, listen to it. It was on. It was only released on like uh, like a an anniversary edition of a Doctor Demento uh, album, oh, and they did it just for that. Cool. And and if you like the Dead Milkman, this song is so up their alley, and they totally make it their own. And I checked out the old uh, Groucho Marx version of it, and I have to say, like they are both equally awesome in their own right. But the dead milkman nailed it. Is is Doctor Demento still on the air? Is mm. is he still out there? Because dude, like I used to, I used to listen to him while I fell asleep in high school. We're talking like mid eighties, like mid to late eighties. Like I used to listen to that dude while I fell asleep on, on the local radio station. Here, is he still How on, even on the air? What? How old are you? Are you? In high school in the mid eighties. If you were in high school in the mid '80s, there's no fucking way. I said you're '90s. There's, I said '90s. You said '80s. I, I said '90s, 90s mid to late '90s. I heard '80s too. Florida, what? For Freudian slip. 80s. I heard. 
Three of us say 80s. You do. Yeah. You've got the, he has the youth serum. Nice. Nice. Give it to us. Right. Send it to me. I'm going to hear the, I'm going to hear it back and I'm going to be like, I'm going to do a clip 90s and I'm going to send it to you like, yeah, this is what I said. Okay. Cause yeah. No. Go for what it. Is, what are you gonna all do? right. All right. All right. All right. I got the youth serum. I'm going to share it with you. <laughs> if you, as long as you shut the this. fuck up about my slip. All right. God, oh, please. Yeah. That's what we do. We call each other on our bullshit. God damn it. But here's the thing. It doesn't even fucking matter because I could say the 80s and Dr. Men Dr. Demento was there. It wouldn't even matter. Like, like so like, is, is he even still on the air? Uh, I, I don't like, know. yeah, I don't know. But like, I, cause I remember like, and even listen, even listening to a, uh, Cause he would, he would do, um, he would play the all, obviously those songs, but he'd play like clips and all these clips from like even uh, kids in the hall with like the gozebo, you know, and the, all the different words and the, you know, the bouffant, <laughs> you know, it was like, it, it was actually, he was brilliant, man. He was brilliant. So I hope he's still out there doing his thing. Um, but I, I just want to know if he's like still out there, you know, he, he was, he was great. Well, what we're talking about his influence was, was great. So well, I just, I figured it out. This is how we could slide into Christmas topics. I actually stumbled across a punk band called Count Your Blessings the other day, and they have an entire Christmas album that is so fucking solid, dude. I've been listening to it for days. And the names of the songs are fucked up, but they're legit Christmas songs. Like they're, oh, Black Cherry. He's got Jesus. the polar Black Cherry. Callback. Let's just letting Joey know that it wasn't beer. That's what we call a callback. That's what we're calling back to a previous episode. <laughs> we're going back to uh, Graves and Caves, episode nine. Go listen to it. He's got his pole black cherry. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like, a, they, had, uh, they covered uh, rocking around the Christmas tree in a punk. It's like weird because it started rocking around the Christmas tree. Then it went into silent night for like a split second where it started off soft and then turned into some thrash like hardcore sounding metalcore punk song <laughs> and then went back to rocking around the Christmas tree. And the name of that song was Chess D's nuts. <laughs> Look up right, counter. It's called counter blessings. Uh, the top of the naughty list. Look that yeah. shit up, man. You'll be listening to it until Christmas. That's awesome. Just so you know, I'm going to start driving. So I'm going to be dark. You won't see me, but I'll hear you. That's fine. We have no problem looking at your dashboard. <laughs> Good. Because that's what's happening. All right. What are you guys planning on doing for you know Christmas? Being like two weeks away. I'm not. I mean, I'm not doing anything. I'm doing shit. I, I'm working Christmas Eve, and then oh, on yeah. Christmas Day, and on Christmas Day, I am going to uh, do what I normally do, and that would be sleep in, wake up probably crying in the fetal position, saying it's over, it's over, it's. Totally over. I'm in and, debt. Uh, yourself the thought of that. In <laughs> debt that I will never recover from, and crying, and yes. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, you know what? I got actually got a I got approved for a little mini vacation. Oh yeah. Like, Are you yeah, going anywhere? Can you even no. go anywhere? <laughs> I can't go shit. I'm not going anywhere. Like I got to work Christmas Eve, and then I'm off for Christmas. The 26th, the 27th, the 28th, 
and then I'm back on that Tuesday. So I got four days off to do laundry. Did did anyone else's camera do that for, for Rimmer just then? What's that? His screen was blank, and then all of a sudden it's just like, boom. It was like I dream of Genie, and you were in the fucking chair. No, I watched him walk in. <laughs> I, Dude, I didn't I, get that. I gave you guys a little finger of like wave of like, I'll be right back. No, we got that. Yeah, okay. And then, yeah, I went to pee, and then I came right back. So, oh. you mean Chris had to get up in the middle of a podcast and go pee? I've never heard of that. Before. That's never happened. It doesn't no. ever happen. It's weird. It's a rare occasion. Yeah. I have a, a bladder the size of a of a fucking uh, a thimble, know, something yeah. large. But you know, who knows? No, uh, I, w- I watched him awkwardly walk in. And I was like, "That's an awkward walk in." I actually danced back like, into frame. Yeah, it was yeah. weird. It was All weird. it was for me, I shit you not, was just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he just popped. He appeared oh, like, like, like I wasn't expecting like, like, Mick, like, like listening to your your vacation. Like in the Superman comic. He just like boop, like puffed up. Yeah, um, Mr. Mix will click. Yeah. Did anybody else listen to the episode? It was the the Patreon episode I was on for horror comics uh, podcast with Chris. Nobody. Did anybody watch that? Oh, okay. I. I... <laughs> It's just I'm, me and it's just us two, buddy. It's just the two I'm, of us. I'm sorry, I'm broke. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a hell of a 2020. Yeah. There was a point in that where he said, "I'm gonna get up and go pee," and while he went up to go pee, I was like, "And there he is. He's going to pee again. That guy's always got to pee." Have you he ever seen him narrated? I just kept talking. <laughs> I was like, I was waiting for somebody to say something about it, and nobody ever said. I was like, damn it! But I think there was only like three of us that ever heard it. So, yeah, I mean, if, if I mean, when you say three, I think it was just I, honestly, I think it was just the two of us. I don't, I don't, I don't think that I don't think John from Low Daniels even listened to it. So you know, I'm. Just, I'm saying. No, you did. <laughs> yeah, you go. You but go I will be putting it on the Squadcast Patreon uh, soon. So you know, we'll have a, a couple of people listen to it at least. So. All right, well, maybe maybe then somebody will call me out for being an asshole. No, you mean uh, we I, don't I, do it enough? No, I, I, listen, I need validation from everyone. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can get it, no problem. <laughs> I've, I've even said on, on the podcast, like, here's my email address. Call me an asshole. Tell me how much I suck. Nobody's done it. Well, one, that's because you don't well, suck as far as podcasting good, goes, but... <laughs> You guys are the only ones who listen to like the two episodes I have. It's like three or four. Yeah, it's more than that, but that's fine. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there listening to the Grapes Over Capes, and they're talking about drinking sake, and I they're like, any ideas, give them to us. And I'm like, immediately, Batman and Ninja Turtles. So I sent it to Joey, and he didn't say not one goddamn thing about it. And then the next thing you know. What are we talking about? <laughs> All I got was oh shit I forgot. Did somebody say anything? Huh. Oh, wait. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I I you mentioned that you like because you were like oh yeah I know you know no love for even bringing up like oh shit I was like holy crap it was totally on my notes it was like on my notes and everything <laughs> no but like you when. You know how it is when you freaking go into these things and you're just like, all right, here's the points that I need to meet. I need to do this and that. And then you need to like plug who got to those samples. And now you need to talk about this and that and blah, 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 blah. And I need to talk about it. And it's like it all just piles up and kind of that stuff gets like pushed aside. And then you're like, oh, yeah, no love. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. 
Dude, I was fucking Dude. with you anyways, man. Have I you- know. No, no. I, I know. I know you are. I know you are. I mean, it would have been something else if it wasn't for that. So it's like, it's really hard to keep those those notes, those essential things that you need to, to mention when you're just flying. When you, you've got like, you hit the record button and you've got all these things that you need to point out. And then, of course, you're going to miss something. Yeah, you're gonna uh, something. Hit the record button and all those notes. It's almost like it just goes like, like you're just going, and it's like notes. Yeah. I don't need any notes, and you just start going, and it, it is what it is at that point. Right. Yeah. yeah. Ah, holy shit! My I saw that. What was that? Yeah, it was my wife just wanted the kitchen to turn on the light. And it uh, fucking blinded me. Oh, I thought there was like a. You had like an EMP, like some kind of like a. Was like a. Oh, no, I'm being a good fellas. I'll see you here. in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't like come with you. I'd love to leave this year. Um, one of those little light bulbs that go. Over, <laughs> he's got an idea. Like, like <laughs> Jesus. Hey. But, uh, uh, but yeah, man. Like, so I'm. You know, I'm. I'm sorry about that, because dude, you really did actually like inspire that comic to, to be in there. And, and, uh, and when you mentioned like, Holy shit, I really didn't, I really didn't bring that up and I really wanted to. Um, and, uh, dude, sorry. I know you're fucking around. I know you are. I know you are, but still, you can't, you you can't all out there. You brought that up there. So you you can't all be like me and, you know, remember every little thing, just like the three hour DC fandom where I like literally wrote a note for every fucking panel up there. Dude, me and Joe yeah, are Eric, about- we can't we can't <laughs> all be like you and have like you know photographic memory from every movie and every scene. Sorry, I'm, sorry, yeah. you can't all be like you and remember everything. Good. Sorry, <laughs> crumbs. What we what were we saying? Oh, I was no, I was just saying that that Eric's memory retention is like absurd. It's like obscene. It's not even absurd. I don't even, it's know, like how it. I don't even know how you do it, <laughs> dude. I don't even know that I do it. Well, we all noticed fucking mouth diarrhea shit like left and right. Like, I don't even understand. (laughs) Something references something. My brain goes, what the hell? I'm going to say it. (laughs) Well, fair enough. (laughs) It is. It is. No, dude. Like, and we bring it up. It's like, it's, it's almost one of those things where it's like, I hate to bring it up so much. Just because it's it's bringing it up so much. Whenever I talk to anybody within the crew, and and we're talk and we go and talk about you, it always gets brought up and so much where it's just like, dude, you know everything. You you can watch anything, and it gets retained into your memory, and you can just go, here it is. It was like really that it was in that, and you're like, and you're just. Dude, you're you're great with that shit, and especially yeah. with with things that you love and things that you adore. And, and it's just the things that you're into, whether it's Doctor Who or comics or horror movies or anything, dude, you you yeah. can just watch it and you can just bring it out. Anything with any minor detail. And even Crumbs was saying in our last episode, character names. Who remembers the name of characters? Nobody remembers the name of characters <laughs> in any movie unless unless it's like a like a, a major point. And like, you know, like the, whether the name and the actual name is a major point in that movie. You remember all the names and all the quotes and everything. It's fucking crazy. Every time I listen to you, I'm blown away. I'm absolutely blown away by the attention to detail that you have without even trying. You don't even fucking try. You don't even try. You're just sitting there listening and watching and having a good time. 
and it's all just is absorbed right into your brain. And you're just like, Bleh. it just comes right out of your mouth. And just everybody's like, what the fuck? The, the people that you're talking to, like, oh, crap, that was that guy's name? This happened? That was in this movie? That quote and everything? Dude, you, you're brilliant, man. Absolutely brilliant. So, yeah. I have so many people that would beg to differ with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, when I'm being described, brilliant is like the last thing that anybody would ever say. But that's away from other things, though. And it's away from other things. Like, like yeah, uh, the same thing is going to be said. Of, the, the same thing is going to be said away, uh, oh, about me away from the things that I'm good at. You know, I'm good at certain things. I'm good at, mm -hmm. at my profession and what I do. There's certain things that I exceed in that I'm be way better than, like, you know, 95% of other people are, you know. Dude, and, drink, and you've had me wanting to try some of the shit that you guys drink on your show. But you shouldn't. You shouldn't because you don't drink. No. But, like, and, but the thing is, like, like I'm, I, you know, I, I, there's certain things that I, sh I shine in and certain things that I'm fucking shit with you know that most people are really good with i suck at math math i fucking suck at so you know the fact that there are certain things that you love and that you adore and that you you exceed in and then that you you can absolutely you absorb just by watching it and having a good time with it speaks volumes as far as as you as your you, you know your talent and you as a person and uh in your abilities you know because not every but like i think it was who was it it was um uh, it was um not uh, not einstein it was uh mark Tw i think it was mark twain it was mark twain you te you teach a fish to climb a tree like you know a, a fish can't climb a tree it can't you know but like if you teach try to teach a fish to climb a tree they're not going to be able to do it but they can swim in a river you teach them to do the right thing or you know what I mean? Like it's, it's hard to explain. Like you, you're going to be shit at certain things, but you're going to excel at other things that you love and adore and that yeah. you have a passion for. Yeah. And there's certain things that all of us have a passion for. So I have something that I'm going to see that you do too. And, and, and it shows when, when Eric, when you sit down and speak about the things that you adore and love, because you really absorb it, you live in it, dude. And you, you know, like you can, re I, you, I, every time I hear you speak and talk about something that you love, it really shines and you can tell, you can tell. And I love that. And I adore, I adore that out of you as a person to sit down and listen to you talk about the things that you love. And that's uh -huh. what I'm trying to say. That that's what I was trying to say is that um, it, it's not like not even like a like like a something that uh, shit that that differentiates you from anybody else, but really something that that is um, something like just a passion for you, you know. And and uh, it it really shines through for you when when you sit down and speak about it because it really shows, you know. Oh, so, oh yeah. thank you. I hope. I hope that with the episode that I'm recording tomorrow night with uh, Joe from Comic Book Rundown, Clay, Clay from uh, all the many shows that he does, and my buddy Carl, you guys keep that same energy and the positive thoughts because uh, I have a feeling that show is going to be a fucking downer. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Yeah, we're doing the top. We're, we're each getting together and we're giving our top five uh, Doctor Who Christmas specials. And if oh. you are any kind of familiar with Doctor Who, you'll know that uh, 
Christmas Day is kind of a sad day for anybody that watches the specials. So top five is not really top five. It's just like it's top five, but it's all depressing shit. Well, they have some funny jokes. If that's oh, anything. okay, <laughs> okay. No, it's just a really good show. Like normally, they have a really good message to it towards the end, and yep. you know, it's like uh, I was explaining to somebody the other day about why I why I'm so obsessed with Doctor Who, and it, you know, it took me a minute to think about it, and then I read a interview with uh one of the directors for one of the writers from the earlier seasons of the new doctor who uh steven moffat um he said uh the doctor you know he's an alien but he's got two hearts so he can care twice as much for the people and as far as a weapon that they gave him they didn't give him like a gun or a uh you know, a laser or whatever. They gave him a screwdriver to fix things. And his ship isn't like an X-Wing or Millennium Falcon. They gave him a police call box so that you can call for help. Hmm. I was like, dude, that's actually the most positive thing that I've ever heard. Right, yeah. But Hmm. either way, I mean, I, I feed off of you guys, though. You know, because I, I wanted to quit. Of me. I'm nothing but friggin'. Oh, fuck you, crumbs. <laughs> You're trash. <laughs> we can't even see you right now. It's all black. Yeah. Jeez, just get like out of here. <laughs> once, once in a while, once in a while, you'll see a vape cloud like form right over in the corner. It's, uh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I feed off of you guys because. Like what roads, what roads is he, is he driving down? Cause it's all black. There's these like zero lights. You can't even see lights. Like or anything like sketchy, man. Yeah. Cause we're going to come fucking stalk you. Yeah. You might. Fucking Dude, no one good and goddamn well. Hey. If you found out that we were anywhere near Jersey, you'd be like, Hey, let's meet up. Uh, you're damn right. So Jersey is Hell today. yeah. Okay. What time is it? All it, right. Now that I know. Yeah. Oh, all right. Hey. Hey. All right. It's Christmas. What are we talking about Christmas? It's Christmas time. Well, what do you want to do about Christmas? I do want to yeah? thank you guys real quick one more time because if it yeah. wasn't for you guys and my wife, you know, I would have quit this shit months ago. Well, we're glad you didn't, you dick. Yeah. No. <laughs> Likewise. Yeah. I ain't gonna let you quit. I ain't gonna let you quit. No, no way. No. I, yeah, I know it. Joey was like the one that was like not like, gonna. Well, don't but, wanna. Like, like crumbs and and Chris, you guys were like, you know, you guys were low key. Like, and eh, we'll do what you got to do, but you know, maybe try this. Yeah. And Joey was like, dude, fucking how don't. Yeah. How dare you? Like, he was just like <laughs> deeply offended that I even thought of such a thing. I was like, well, damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for you guys, I would have quit. Yeah. Well, yeah, hey, man. We're, here, we're all here together. Yeah, dude. So. And the reason why I thought about that is because you're so good at, you're so natural to it that that it, it was like, why would you quit full time? You put yourself, you you gave yourself a schedule that you didn't need to do, man. You mm-hmm. gave yourself like this this schedule. You need to do this this week and this and that work. week and that and that and that and that. And you are so natural. You're so good with other people. You're so good at it that I felt like you didn't need to quit, but you just do it when you when you can do it. 
There was no reason for you not to do it. Just do it when you can, just like Chris does, just like Crumbs does, you know, where, where you can just do it when you can do it. There's no reason. If you're enjoying it, fuck everybody else. Fuck the schedule. Fuck anything else. You know, like it, it just do it when yeah. you can do it because it just comes so naturally to you and you're so good at it. And that's what I, that's what I felt is that screw the schedule, screw everything else. I, I, I mean, grapes and capes because of what we have, because we, we rely on, on different wines coming in and a rotation of all this stuff. Yeah. We do need to kind of have a schedule going on here just because of the demand from marketers and all that stuff. Um, so our podcast is a little different, but with, with you, I didn't see a reason to just not keep doing it whenever you wanted to do it. Yeah. Who cares if it's a month? You take a month off and you do another one. Just don't quit outright. Don't quit outright. Because yeah. it, like, man, you're, you're, it, it just comes naturally to you when you talk to people, when you're talking about the things that you love and everything. I, I did not see a reason for you just to like, just dump it all out there and just yeah. be like, I'm done. There was no yeah. reason that I saw for you to do that. Um, it, it, it's it's like anytime, anytime you want to do it, do it. And if you have to put off a week, if there's you, I want to do this week and you have to put off a week put it off a week. Nobody, nobody is sitting there just being like, is it, are, is he going to freaking put on an episode this week? Uh, I'm waiting for him. Is he coming out this week? No, no. He's the, you're so all of a sudden you're going to pop up on somebody's freaking iTunes one week. Oh, here he is. There he is. And nobody's sitting there waiting for you every single week. You know what I mean? They're there. When you pop up, people think excited because you're there. And then when you, you know, if you, and if you're good at, uh, enough at it, which you are, they're going to be excited that you're there. Yeah. What's more important is your family and your schedule and doing it when you can. I mean, like I said, I get a different situation because I have people that I need to, to keep appeased and I need to send out a link out to people and say, Hey, here's your freaking wine review. You know what I mean? And so I, I'm a little bit different situation than others, but dude, what you got is great. Anytime. Anytime you want to talk about something about anything, anything. Put I'll it you, I'm ready for, I'm yeah. ready for that, uh, that motherfucker crumbs to hurry up and come out with a new episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you'll get one. You'll get one when I feel like it. Who's talking? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> hey, can we talk about something real quick? That one of the creepiest Christmas things I've ever heard in my life. Okay. My kid, uh, is, recently obsessed with home alone for some reason the opening mm -hmm. music for home alone for some reason is like that oh yeah it turns into the creepy sounding music i'm like yeah. wait a minute i didn't sign up for this my kid did not sign up for the scary music what's going on here wait did so, you just recently watch it for the first time uh, no, but I, I haven't watched it since I no, was a his kid. No, his kid is getting into so it. So my son has okay. just started watching it, so it's been the first time for me to watch it, which goes into like a lot of funny stuff, which is like, Buzz, your girlfriend, Wolf, and oh, all God. that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's but great. Like, mm -hmm. The fact that like, the opening music starts like so playful, like, and then goes dark with it's like the blue house like or whatever it's yeah. kind of like that yeah it's like this movie is like so much darker than we thought like kevin 
is Kevin the bad guy? Like, what's going on yes. here? What, what kind of a Christmas movie is this? I think, I think he might be. I mean, who would be more dangerous if he had more prep time, Kevin or Batman? I think Batman can learn something from Kevin. I mean, for Christ's sake, he was eight so. years old and fought some fucking criminals. Okay, not net net. Right. All right. I think uh, so. I the think thing so. that has the thing that has always disturbed me about Home Alone. Yeah, okay. This kid in his house, you're never gonna beat a kid at that age when in his own home when he has time to prep, right? Nobody knows his home more than this kid, right? What always disturbed me is that he never cleaned it up and that his mom <laughs> goes, she goes up those steps. She goes up that step, those steps. She, at the end, she like, does what? not slip off the ice. She mm. climbs, she runs up across that yard and she goes up those steps that he, he put water down on there for ice. She doesn't slip. She goes right through that door and Kevin, ah! and now guess what? <laughs> it's pretty soon they're going to have to do laundry and they're going to have to go those tar freaking steps down <laughs> to the basement where that nail is. God there's damn that nail. That fucking nail. I'll watch it. There's that still been that nail. It's, it's just the parents dealing with the cleanup. That's, that's home alone too. <laughs> it's the parents alone. They moved Kevin off to an insane asylum. And like, it's just the parents alone at the house cleaning up after his psychotic fucking, uh, you know, attack on Harry and Marv. She, so she's wow. back there early morning. That, that ice has not melted off those steps. If now, they slid off those steps just recently, like a few hours before. And, and she can just go, boop, 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 oh, Kevin, up there. And then, like, later, they need to do laundry. They're going down. They, they got that he's got that tar on those steps going down to do, you know, down to the basement. They got the spike. He's got the spike that he stepped on. There's all sorts of, like, he's got set all these traps that go off for his own family that he never even, like, he never... It takes them away like it's like freaking like yeah that that's always bothered me about the stuff that that he set that are, is still there yeah well, you, know, you know those those right the writers for home alone and uh the, the writers for home alone actually got fired due to continuity issues and they moved on to be uh uh editors for dc comics Oh, right, they they ran for Tom King. They're actually the ghostwriters for Tom King. Crumbs. There is a god. There is the, a divine uh there's a divine purpose <laughs> for you. And you have just proven it right there. Uh, <laughs> Crumbs has earned his spot at the big boy table. <laughs> uh, there we go. Oh, oh crumbs! Did you ever listen to uh to Here I Go Again, the 1981 version? Do you ever listen to that? I, I have not yet, and I'm uh Good. I was just thinking about it on the way. <laughs> I was just thinking about it on the way to work this morning, going shit! I gotta listen to that, okay. and you know, work and boxes, right. yeah. and cardboard. I smell like cardboard and packing tape, man. That's sexy. Uh, I will like say, I will say, as Christmas movies go. <laughs> As far as like the Christmas movies go, the one yeah. that I can't fucking stand, I like grew up having to watch because my mom loved this fucking movie. I cannot stand a Christmas story. I love oh, it. really? I do, dude. When you had like, okay, when I was a kid, uh, back when TBS was like a big fucking thing, they played it 
every All goddamn day. Oh yeah, from Thanksgiving twenty four seven. Yeah, Christmas twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah twenty four hours. Yeah, and, and my mom, no matter how many times she fucking watched it, it would stay on TBS because she loved this movie that much. I'm like, okay, I love Ghostbusters, but there's no fucking way I could sit there and watch it for a month straight twenty four yeah. hours a day. Like when. If you like, if you love something, you watch it for twenty four hours straight. You hear me? <laughs> yeah, I hear you, but I'm choosing to ignore that statement. <laughs> I don't, I don't, uh, I don't hate that movie. I, I can, well, I, and we used to do the same thing. We would put it on, and it was just background noise for as it would just play over. Yeah, no, yeah. Christmas Day, it's just on. The the thing, the the one thing that it really creeped me creeped me out about that movie was was the kid in line to go watch to to go see santa claus and 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 i don't even know if it's a boy or a girl or anything and she's like i like the tin man with the big like thick glasses oh yeah and like are you going to see santa claus and and he's like uh yeah and you know like i like the tin man like for whatever reason that kid creep the shit out of me more than even santa claus did where he's like you're gonna poke ho ho you're gonna poke your eye oh kid you know there's certain parts of that movie is yeah. it's 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 a classic it's a classic oh, yeah. and with the yeah. you know with the with the dogs going in and eating the turkey and and him being met you know super angry at the furnace in the basement i mean it, it's a it's a classic christmas movie i can't yeah. get mad at the movie it's great yeah, I'll, I'll I'll give it a couple of points. I'll give it the change in a tire on the side of the road when he accidentally says uh, fudge instead of fudge. And I will also give it the very end. The dad did the very dad thing when they had to go eat uh, Christmas dinner at the Asian oh, restaurant. Yeah. And it's like, could you do something about the duck? It's uh, it's smiling yeah. at me. And the guy just yeah. like, please <laughs> it off out on the table. Dude. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the one thing, the one thing that always <laughs> like, that that gets me every single time is people are they they'll try to quote, quote the movie, and they're like, "Fragile," much be, must be French, but the actual oh, quote the is it, the the F is actually not on the case. It's actually he says "Fragile" must be Italian mm. because the F is off there. He's like "Fragile" must be Italian, but whenever somebody quotes that movie, they're like, yeah. fragile must, yeah. must be, must be French. And you're like, but that's not that's... at all. And not even like the word or the country <laughs> that he says, like, I don't understand <laughs> how that gets mixed up. Well, but uh, yeah, the line that my mom quotes actually comes from that leg lamp as well, but it's the fucking scene where the mom, you know, she broke that shit on purpose. Oh, she did. The part she, where the dad comes up there talking about some, you used up all the glue on purpose. I'm just like, my mom will crack up and she'll still, she'll say it. She'll say that line. Like anytime that movie is brought up and I'm just like, <laughs> Oh my God, mom, stop. Chill. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Crumbs is looking like so what- from Superman right now. Yeah. You look like Bibbo from Superman right now. <laughs> it looks like you have that hat, the Bibbo hat. It looks great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I understand the hate for the movie, but also I love it. So if you hate I that movie, what, what Christmas movie do you love? 
Oh, I'm I'm a diehard Home Alone fan. Uh, I'm also a diehard Batman Returns fan and oh, yeah. a diehard fan. Mm. That that was okay. one of the that's what die the hard, die you hard, wanted to ask. Okay, gotcha. Is Die Hard a, a Christmas movie? Of course, absolutely. It is. Bruce course. Willis says that it's not. Wait, you said Bruce Willis says it's not. Bruce well, Willis. Bruce Willis can go fuck himself. <laughs> that's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Says it wasn't a Christmas movie. No, I don't care what Bruce matter. Willis said. Doesn't it? No, it is. Actors can be wrong too. Yeah. But the actor who is actually in the film can be wrong too. Huh. All right. Bruce Willis also has like a mile and a half between his nose and his lip. So I love Bruce. (laughs) I don't know what that says about him in his opinion. <laughs> I I love him in in a romantic way that I have not told my wife just yet. Uh, we're getting there. We're working our way towards that. Uh, I'm just. Unaware. I was we're unaware. Working our way through the movies, and as we get through each movie, she gets it. We just got through the kid, and she's like, "I kind of get it." And we're about to go through. Uh, How much were, were you about- crying at the end of the kid? Uh. Me or her? <laughs> because I've accepted that I love him. So, oh, okay. She was crying in in sadness because I love him so much. Um, oh. No. Um, Have you gotten to the story of us yet? Come again? The story of us? No. No. That that's with him and Michelle Pfeiffer, and it's about a marriage. Um, that has gone south and they're thinking about separating and uh, dude that is that will like and by the end they're like you know what I'm going to be miserable with anybody else why can't I just be miserable with, with just you it <laughs> you sounds know, like it, it's a blend of Die Hard and Batman it, Returns then no, no, we're talking about a Christmas it, movie it, no, right okay, we're bringing no. them together yeah no it, it's like it's it's the story of us is with Bruce Willis and Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer and it's it's a really good movie it is. Well, that was what he was getting at because Michelle Pfeiffer's in Batman Returns. Oh, Dark. yeah. See, we got, we got the connection. See? We got the connection. Look it up. We do. Uh, Shazam, Christmas movie. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Shazam, Christmas yeah. movie. And also Wonder Woman 1984. From what I hear, there's actually some Christmas in the movie. However, That's I don't cool. give a fucking shit. If it's coming out on Christmas, it's a fucking Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not watching it on Christmas. I'm going to the theater on Christmas. I have tickets Why? to go see it. Why? Yeah. Because my family is more important than a movie that I didn't really care about to begin with. Wait, how dare you? Your family is more important than a movie? What is... Okay, I gotta get the fuck out of here, guys. Uh, bye. I love you guys, but I'll see you later. <laughs> It's a fake movie. I'm kidding, of course. I'm kidding. Like we're gonna like we're gonna watch we're gonna open presents <laughs> and like we're gonna do the freaking I'm gonna make pancakes, I'm gonna get all fat and everything, and then like we're gonna sit down and we're gonna watch that movie. What more else is more important than that? Nothing. You got nothing. I just, you're you're I don't totally know. fine. <laughs> I, I told I I you told you guys, I told you guys with every with it getting pushed back and the fact that I'm hearing everybody talk about it all the time, I, I'm I'm over it. I'm over that movie. I will watch it. And you're why the cinema will fail going forward. 
I don't give a shit. I don't go to the movies anyways. <laughs> Me neither. I'm glad. I'm so happy. Like I'm I am like in my home. I'm a goddamn hermit. I am so in my glory right now. I'm just like, fuck this shit. Because I always be like, I don't want to go out into the movie theater. I don't fucking do this shit. I got to leave home. And like freaking most of the movies I want to see, I'm like, it's fucking freezing cold out. I don't go and fucking drive all the way to Hyannis and watch this shit. I'll, you know, and like meet up with friends and, and you know what I mean? And do all this shit. Like now I can actually just be like, wake up in the morning and just bloop, bloop, bloop and watch the fucking movie I want on the day that it comes out. I'm in my glory for the next year. Wanna... In my fucking glory. I can't fucking believe it. HBO Max just made Made my entire fucking year yeah. like i can't like i i cannot i i hate going into the movie theater in a, a, a regular situation where there's no covid or anything like that yeah. i don't want to go out there and 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 deal with other people and just have some other freaking gross guy sitting next to me that's coughing into his hand or whatever or listening to people in front of me talking oh yeah. that preview looks good after, right. after every fucking preview that looks good no it's shit does it really does it look good does it freaking look good like really yeah. you know like all that shit that here's the microphone every can i, can I night, give man. this to you so that you can tell everyone in the theater what you think of this preview yeah no yeah and then to the to the whole like dude there was uh when we, when i went to go see aquaman and like there was these group of girls and they had to bend like you know late teens early 20s and every time Jason Momoa had that look, like some kind of like sexy look, they're like, <laughs> like shut the fuck up, watch yeah. the movie. You know, like, dude, I just. I've like, never yeah. understood that. Never <laughs> understood that. I'm going to turn these gotta, lights off. I'm going to turn this light off. I'm going to turn on my TV and I'm going to freaking enjoy a movie. I cover my own home. I don't give a shit about the movie experience. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Really don't. I'm sorry, guys, if you go out of business, but you're irrelevant. You're about to become irrelevant. Movie theater experience is going to become irrelevant. It's going to be a I novelty. Mean, I think you're, I mean, you're right, but you're right. In saying irre irrelevant, it will be a novelty. It will be a mm -hmm. rare, like a thing that you have to seek out to go, you know, do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Even, I, even, so, even, yeah. even after this is all over, like, and we're talking like yeah. mid 22 and 22 and beyond yeah. it, it, at a certain point really that it, this whole thing is going to be over. It's going to be a while because even with vaccines and everything, people are still going to be dying mm -hmm. across the board. It's going to take a while to get back to normalcy a few years. Once though that's done, even then, um, it's going to be done. It, it's, it's, it's a part of an industry that is dead. It's dead. Uh, I think it's going to be a novelty. We're talking. We're talking. Crumbs is what, what, what's going on? Yeah, yeah I got to cut it short. I'm, I'm home. I got to get inside. So. I'll, uh, if you if you guys are on in a little bit, I'll probably request to jump back in. Yeah, okay. all right, yeah. man. I'm gonna have to jump off here in a sec too. But uh, dude, it's been awesome talking to you. If if you come back in and I'm not here, dude, it's been awesome, dude. Um, well, before obviously. you go, why don't you tell people where they can find you? That way, because like I said, we're all putting this out there. Yeah, you can find me uh, in New Jersey in front of my house in a UPS <laughs> outfit with a barking ass dog, Dick. or. <laughs> Or my GPS. Uh, I'm gonna go find you. Uh, yeah. Crumbs of Gotham podcast uh, on all of the podcast uh, catchers or whatever you want to call them. My email address is crumbsofgotham at gmail.com. Email me, call me an asshole. And uh, <laughs> trust me, it's worth, 
he'll thank you for it. He might even send Hell you yeah. a little goodie bag. <laughs> Love right? it. Fuck. All right, dude. I gotta get going. I'll see you. Good time, right, brother. Guys, take, take care, care man. <laughs> Fucking love that guy. Just dude, like fucking yeah, salt of he's the great. earth, man. Seriously. Yeah. God damn it. Such a good dude. <laughs> but anyways, I was saying, I think it's a, it, it's a dying industry and we just all need to get over it. Yeah. But you know, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I think, and yeah, I, I kind of agree with what you're saying. I think it's, it's like a midway, uh, or like a halfway point of like, it's like, I think it's going to just always be a novelty. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like what the the drive-in thing drive-in just went away for a long yeah. time, and it's like went to theaters. I think we're gonna find a mid-range between like we're gonna have like because in COVID we found uh, drive-in theaters came back, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and this know, one theater started opening crazy. and having all these different. We have the different uh, regulations and whatnot, so I think there will be a middle ground where it's like there will be theaters like regionally pretty much. So where it's like an event kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I've got, I bought tickets to go see wonder woman on Christmas night. And then I plan on coming back home. Hopefully if I don't hate it, um, which I don't expect to, but you know what I'm saying? Like if, if I like it, I plan to come back home and the kids asleep and watch it with my wife on HBO max, hopefully. Cause she wants to see it, but she was like, I don't really care if I go to the theater, you know, I, I'll ha- stay back with the kid and you guys go see it. So, no, they, um, my, my kids. My kids don't give a shit. Like my daughter's, like she's just glad that she gets to see Wonder Woman. She yeah. doesn't give a crap, man. And yeah. then, like I don't give a shit. Like I love going out to the theater and having that experience. But if it's gone yeah. forever, I, it's gone forever. I, if I get to go and like just click on, I got a great TV. I got like my family. We could just go click it yeah. on, put it on our home home home. It, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I you get know, that. I, just, I get that. But I'm telling you, dude, there's some there's something about. I don't know. For me, at least, I'm, I'm one of those rare people that like I like going to the movie theater by myself in front of that huge screen. Oh yeah, and just getting the the popcorn and like the the cherry coke, the Coke Zero, whatever. Like I just <laughs> I fluctuate, oh, and like there's something about that experience of just like being in your solitude, even if like it's a movie that like you're if it's full of people, or if it's just like you're going in some afternoon showing that no one's at. There's still this feeling of solitude that you're experiencing this, this moment, this movie, whatever, like in your own kind of way. Um, the biggest thing for me for that was like, I watched Batman V Superman like six times, five times in the movie theater in oh, like shit, different really? ways. I watched it like in the regular theater. I watched it in IMAX. I watched it in like the Cinemark XD or whatever, uh, XD 3d. Awesome. Like I saw it in all the different ways. Mm-hmm. And it was like a lot of those times where it's like just by myself, just, and it was just like this thing that turned me on to like, Holy shit. Like seeing movies kind of by yourself. is kind of like this cool experience, you know? Like you don't have anyone around you reacting during the movie. I mean, when I say anyone, I mean like your friends or somebody that like you're worried, you know, worried about their opinion or whatever. It's just like you're just it's just you reacting to a movie. Yeah, uh, no, I I agree. Um, I once I when uh, uh, Ernest saved saves Christmas, I saw it all by myself, <laughs> and it changed my life. Dude, I know that movie. Uh, uh, backwards in front. I'm gonna be honest with you. I do. <laughs> 
Uh, no, <laughs> seriously. No. <laughs> that I actually did. Yeah. I actually did see Ernest Save Christmas alone. Uh, but my mother with, was with me because God knows how, how old I was. But I saw uh, Batman Begins alone. Like nice. I was, like, there was like, it was, God, man. I, I was like, I told my wife, I was like, I want to, I just want to go out and watch Batman. I just want to go see a movie by myself. She's like, all right, go. And I watched Batman Begins by myself. There's nobody else in the movie theater. It was fucking great. It was amazing. You know, I, and even when there's a bunch of people, you know, I, I think, uh, Jesus Christ, what was, um, there was one I watched. I can't remember what it was. I think I think it was one of like the Harry Potter movies, and I can't even remember because I don't even give a shit about Harry Potter. But I, I brought my my stepbrother at the time, my stepbrother at the time, to go see it because he was much younger than me. That place was fucking packed. You know, it, it it's it's definitely an experience. It's a crazy experience. It's a, it's a really cool experience. But I could I just don't I could do without it. And just give me the movie. Give me the content. Give me a good movie that I can just click on my own TV that I can watch and I can pay for. Just like, you know, like I, I just don't. Yeah, I can. It's one of those things that I, I can do without. Yeah, I think know? the escape aspect of it is going to be no, a thing yeah. in the past for sure. Yeah, that's going to no, be a thing yeah. in the past. It's like that will be something that like, you know, I'll be telling my grandkids, great grandkids or whatever, if I live that long, that I'm like, yeah, there, there was a day where I could go sit in front of a gigantic yeah, screen and watch a movie without you motherfuckers yeah, screaming no, at me all along, you know, and I could just have some peace and quiet. God damn it. We went know? to a thing called a movie theater. <laughs> yeah. A bunch yeah. of seats lined up in a yeah. row and it was this big screen and we had it all projected on this screen and we could all watch it yeah. and they'll be like, whoa, you know, yeah. we're sticky with people's sodas and guys who jerked off in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't. You can't even walk to your seat without your you having to like struggle picking your yeah. your shoes off the floor because it was so sticky and just like, you know. Yeah. In, this, fact, like, in even, fact, to get yeah. to your seat, you had to jerk off dudes and get them <laughs> off before you could get to your seat. That was a requirement of Cinemark's website. You had to jerk them off before you could choose was, your seat. And yeah. it was for the good old days. Yeah. And it was, it was a, a mandatory requirement that if anybody had to get up to go past you you had to sniff their farts <laughs> yeah that's the hey that's what we went through to go watch you movies. kids don't even have it after yeah. jerk off anybody how dare yeah. you and your devil music yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> do that just to watch a movie in the theater yeah. i think you I guys went... sit here with your disney plus yeah. come on back in the day like uh when I was a skateboarder, there was a movie that came out in early two thousands called grind. And it was, a I, skateboard mean, I movie. saw that theaters. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw One yeah. of my favorite bands blindside was in that movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was just, it was a funny fucking movie. I don't care what anybody says, but like we went there opening night, me and a bunch of uh, friends of mine that skated together and we went to the theater, we're sitting down and you, you knew the skateboarders back, you know, in my town because we didn't like advertise it by like wearing all this like proper like skateboard attire or whatever. We had Vans, jeans, and just a regular old T-shirt. Yeah. And then you had the Pack Sun kids. Yeah. And these were the assholes that wore the skateboard jargon and had no clue how to even fucking pop an ollie. <laughs> well, about the the row in front of us and a few seats down, there were the Pack Sun kids, and they were like 
you could tell they had no idea who any of the real skateboarder professional skaters that were in this movie were like we're geeking out about it we're just like holy shit that's bob burnquist that's bucky lassie like we're just like okay we know these people these guys had no fucking clue but then they're sitting there watching these massive tricks i was like oh yeah man i could do that so easy so when the movie was over we took all of our fucking like trash out like we had like half cups of melted water and fucking burnt like greasy ass popcorn and candy and shit and we jumped up and we just chunked this shit across the theater and nailed all these motherfuckers and they got so pissed off tried to chase us and i'm just like we're faster than you fuck out of here like we, we were learned to escape away from the situation yeah. <laughs> we're out of here <laughs> oh, fuck off yeah learn your shit respect when we uh so 300 Zack snyder film yeah and oh, yeah. so 300, 300 came out and before it was even in theaters you had um college football teams showing this movie to their players to to hype them up you know the, the coaches would even show the movie to just go, ah, you know <clears throat> so i went to go watch it i went to watch it with with two other friends and one of us snuck in a bottle of uh not goldschlager uh rumble mints oh god 100 proof <laughs> rumble mints <laughs> oh bad news man uh, yeah, Rumble Mints, uh, 100 proof. And so we're sitting there watching this movie, getting all pumped up. By the time we left, we felt like we could take out the entire freaking parking lot. We were just <laughs> like, like <laughs> we just went out there just like, yeah, you know, like looking for a fight and then nothing happened or anything. We, we made it home safe, but Jesus Christ, why are you going to watch 300 drinking fucking Rumble Mints? It was so fucking stupid. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like. Of all things, Jesus Christ. drink. Not <sighs> not bad. I, I still can't do that shit to this day. Oh, no, God. No, I yeah. had one bad night on that and that was enough. Yeah, that's no, that's one of those yeah. things. That it's enough. It's enough. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, man. So how much want, Christmas? Uh, do I? How much Christmas shopping have you guys got left to do? Uh, a hundred. A hundred percent. Oh, fuck. I just got my Christmas bonus today. Nice. Hell yeah. Not bad, dude. Yeah. So uh, I, I still, I haven't gotten nothing done. And you know what I found out? I found out that uh, my, my tire has a nail in it. And not where you can plug it in, it's on the side. So yeah. like we're talking like new yeah. tire. Yeah, where they can't put the thing in. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, uh, I'm trying to save up for a new truck. And now I need to pay for a new tire. Like, which, it's like, it's which, a, like, which costs like a fourth of a truck. Yeah, no shit. No shit. So goddamn expensive. I don't fucking know, especially if you have a truck. So I'm like, how am I supposed to get a new truck that needs new tires on all four of them? All four tires need new tires, anyways. And now one of them needs it done right now because it's leaking fucking air. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I'm like, you need a fucking tire place like we got here, man. There's a fucking tire place right down the street from me. It's a used mm -hmm. tire place. Yeah. Uh, you pull in there and it's like no matter the size of your truck, if they've got the tire or tires, it's twenty five bucks a tire. That's cool. What? We have like a, a like a local like used tire place too, but it just it's not consistent like that. It's just very like 
Uh, maybe we have it. I don't know. And if we have it, it depends on the condition and like where we got it from. And it's like it could be twenty bucks. It could be sixty bucks. Who knows? It's just like oh. either way, I'd still pay sixty bucks over a fucking new tire. Oh, yeah, you know, over just like yeah. They're like, well, we have to replace all the tires. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like, I mean, with my F one fifty, we're talking two hundred, three hundred dollars. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's like, yeah. So not, not cool, man. I'm just going to keep pumping it full of air for as long as I can. <laughs> how long has it been that's, like that's this? That's literally what I do too. Seriously. Yeah. I'm just like, how can I feel that hole and yeah. uh, put it like little things in there and I'll I can, just yeah. keep going. Yeah, no, I, I got the thing to fill up the air and everything. I do it every morning until until whatever, until I can't drive anymore. It's like one of those things. It's like, yeah, I can't, I can't afford to get this freaking tire right now. But uh, you gotta be you know careful. What? Fucking may pop though. Hmm. I said you got to be careful of a may pop. I, 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 you know what? I got AAA. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> if, if that happens, but, but if that son of a bitch goes like while you're going like fifty down the road and you spin out, I mean. I don't think AAA can bring back a soul or lack thereof. Uh, I, I wouldn't. Them off, they better. You know, you underestimate <laughs> the power of AAA. They can do a lot. <laughs> they can do a lot. Speaking of they, uh, they AAA can, and can, souls, AAA oh, can save me an entire day of renewing my license. <laughs> well, that's true you know i instead of going to the rnv and and sitting there for freaking six hours i walk into into triple a and be like hey here's my license like yeah. like freaking not even 15 minutes i get a renewed one all right bye they better be able to save my soul jesus christ yeah. um, hey, <laughs> hey real quick like, yeah. into like nerd questions i just I, i'd written down these two things and i meant to bring these up when crumbs was still on here so i apologize to crumbs but um uh are you guys uh, keeping up with any of the, like the Star Wars, like the the Mandalorian. Are you guys watching Mandalorian oh, yeah. at all? I need mm -hmm. to jump on it. I like watched halfway through the first season and stopped for some reason. I was slow on it too, but I finally caught up to where I'm like up to date. So Joey, but you're up to date on Mandalorian. I am. Yep. Cool. And um, actually, we talked about me and Cormus actually talked about it in the episode that came out uh, yesterday, so December tenth. As yeah. of when we're recording this, we actually talked about it. Me and Chrome, who's not absent right now, we actually talked about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I am. So, yep. Yeah, I finally caught up um, within the last couple of days. Uh, but like all the Star Wars news, have you guys like kept up with any of that? Like all the sort of. Okay, well, then we, never, we don't need to talk about that then because we're not up to date with it. I didn't um, know you were a Star really Wars fan. Uh, well, I've been like. I, I liked Force Awakens, and then I didn't like the other movies. And I was like, well, fuck this shit. I didn't Wait, like... Uh, the Force Awakens, that was the one where they killed Han, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck that movie. See, That's I, the one I didn't like. See, I liked that one, and I was like, holy shit, they're breaking my heart here. Now I can think about it. It's like how they killed my uncle, uh, Han <laughs> I Solo, know, I know, yeah. that I grew up with. Uh, and I didn't like the other two. Um the third yeah. one, I thought the third one, uh, it had a lot of fan service, but a lot of it was absolutely brilliant. The, thought, uh, yeah, the third one's great. Rise of Skywalker, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I didn't like that one or the, what was the one before Return of the, uh, not Return of the Jedi, but the... The Last Jedi. The Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, that was so good. You didn't like that one? I hated both of those movies. Oh, I was just like, I could not wait for them to end. 
for some really? reason. Yeah, I just for some reason I just could not wait. I was just like, I don't know what's going on here, but anyway, okay. it's fine. Right. It's fine. It's so, just my opinion. Doesn't matter. I, I don't. So, I don't. You know, I don't ever want to break down anyone's uh, views of those movies. So the, the like, um, sorry. So we're talking about like the, the like the new trilogy, right? So the the, the first one was like I, I really had a problem with the coincidences. There was a lot of coincidences. There was a lot of like, oh, um, so right, about, no, okay, no. wait, wait, which one are you talking about? Like now the, for, the, the for I don't get like I don't the prequels know the or are you talking the, about like the very original the new ones. The new ones. The, the new so ones. the okay. new ones, right? And so the first one there was way too many coincidences. I can understand okay. that they just happened to find the Millennium Falcon in a junkyard yeah. on the same planet yeah. that they're in. I can I can deal with that. But then they go off to space. They happen to land just where Han Solo is, and then they happen to go. They go to another planet where not only like Princess Leia is, but there's also other person. And then just so happens that Luke Skywalker's freaking thing is there. And then they go out of this place. It was way like we're not even talking like coincidences have to happen in movies they just have to happen for the story that one had like one every five minutes yeah and that's my problem well, and well even they like, have the also they have the excuse though of being led by the force by the force but why is right? the movie why is it even mean why is the story even being told if it's being led by the force well I, why are you being well, told the, the story same question I would ask the same question. <laughs> it's like, it's like, 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 oh, yeah, no, it, it's the same thing. Oh, yeah. God, it's because it's God will. Then, like, why the frick? Like, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, like, what even Luke's, Luke's like, journey, too, though, is the same thing. It's like led by the it, force, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, Luke is, Luke is rebelling against it, though. Luke is a totally just like, Luke is not like your average Jedi, which you see in the second one, which is, which was why I love that second one so much because mm -hmm. he's not, he's not your average Jedi. He's going against what he should do because he feels it's the right thing to do. But, um, it, it's like that, that first one just felt like too much. Like it was, yeah, you can use the excuse. Everything's led by the force, but why are you even telling the story? Why are you even going that way? Why do we? Why are we going through this if everything is predetermined? You know, like it doesn't make sense to me. And then that planet, the planet that they made, how long does it take for you to turn that planet and then to face it in the right direction to hit its target? You're talking like hundreds of years to turn that freaking planet around and face it right in the direction through space. To directly hit that you're talking like, like, like you have to hit it right on point to hit something going through space to hit yeah. this one thing, you know, these different planets and everything. It was just like, I did that first one is bullshit. The second one I love, I felt like Luke, what when he, his final battle was fucking amazing. When you have that, that planet and you had that red over it, but when you messed up, that red part well, it was dirt, like the ice up, underneath the, yeah the, the dirt underneath that was really the, yeah it, that was, it awesome. was and the way he i didn't went understand out, the force projection of like what they were doing you know what i mean like the like projecting the, like he was there but he wasn't the force his energy yeah he's so i didn't understand why he died then at the end like when it showed him at the end like like meditating and like he like dissipated yeah. so that was just like it was just like questions of stuff like that but again it's like well you're just following the force so it kind of falls into my question of like, again, we are just following the force. So you can't really say like, well, it's bullshit to follow the force because we're going here because it's like that's kind of Luke's journey anyway, because he just randomly dissipated in the force. 
mm-hmm. and was able to project himself as a younger version in the force, which is again, that's totally fine. I'm I'm with that. Yeah. Um, it's just like I was looking for the explanation of how these things happen. Same thing for Palpatine in number three of this current trilogy of like, well, Palpatine's here. And if, you know, how is he here for people that have maybe possibly have not seen movies prior to this or people that have seen movies prior to this? You don't explain anything. It's just kind of like, here's this Palpatine, you know? But he's also been there for how long? Like, there's people that have been keeping himself himself safe and away from everything. You know, it's like it's like they've they, been you know, off. And I, mean, like, I guess that's what I'm saying. Is like, have they? How? How? How did he yeah, survive no, yeah. being thrown on that thing? It's, no, exactly. Like, it, it's stuff like that that makes you kind of question all that stuff. And also, like, I, I one thing I I did have a problem with that that second movie. Is that just because Yoda approves of burning that down the Jedi, like the origin of the Jedi, that tree does not make it okay. Like they try to pass it off that like, you know, Yoda burnt it down and because he laughed, ah, ha, ha, it's the way of the force and bye, it's okay. No, man, you're burning down the freaking origin tree of the, and all these books of the origin. Like, like yeah. that was, that was my problem. Like they, they tried to pass it off. Like it's okay. Cause Yoda laughed at it. Yeah. no. No, it's not. And even Luke's like, what the fuck are you doing? This is yeah. the last thing we have. This is like literally we're about to lose everything. Yeah. We're about to lose every fucking thing. And you're burning this down and laughing about it. Yeah. Like that that's the thing about Luke where he's like, he, I mean, he's probably, you know, one of the strongest Jedi ever, but he's against everything. He's a Jedi, but he's against pretty much everything that the Jedi has ever stood for. Yeah, you know, and he's like he's a rebel against it, and 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 you can see that throughout the entire thing, throughout the, every single movie he's been in, he's a whiny little bitch. He's, <laughs> he is. He's a whiny little bitch through the entire thing, but he's fucking right to be that way. No, I you know, and hmm? I, I don't, I don't watch Star Wars like like religiously. Yeah. Um, but I will say that one thing when you guys were talking about, you know, Luke, uh, them finding Luke's lightsaber, there was a absolutely hilarious meme that came from the scene where she returned the lightsaber to Luke. Yeah. And it was where she handed him the lightsaber and he was like, oh, there was a hand attached to this. <laughs> I found that to be funnier than probably most people did. But, uh, you know, as far as, you know, Star Wars goes, I know it's an unpopular opinion, but. I just I, I could never get into it. I was always more of a I was a tricky. I got Trekkie's okay. great. Yeah. yeah, no, they're great yeah. too. I love I love Star Trek. Yeah, and it wasn't until J.J. Abrams Star Trek that got me interested in more focused on like actually seeing what Star Trek was about. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, J.J. Yeah, Abrams. I, I haven't one. really ever dug in, but I, I liked. I, I've only ever seen the first. Um, I mean, I used to watch Next Generation, and I used to stay up late as a kid and watch like the old school series with uh, uh, what's his name? Shatner. Uh, yeah, Shatner. And mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I loved the uh, the Abrams, the first movie by Abrams. I thought it was oh, awesome. The first one was great. Yeah, oh, and I never, but I just it better. wasn't for lack of interest that I didn't watch the other ones. It was just like it just never happened. It never happened. Uh, no, I'm right there. I loved yeah, the first I one. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys are gonna be mind blown when you watch into darkness i'm telling you benedict cumberbatch made a hell of a con yeah i've, I've heard that was awesome yeah that shit i didn't like it 
I haven't seen it, so I don't know. <laughs> I did not. You know, because like I just didn't like because they tried to play it off like he wasn't con, and then he like I don't know. I just I didn't not like that. the old campy acting from William Shatner trying to kick him off. Tom's like, I have had enough of you. <laughs> yeah, that one I I just didn't I didn't dig when with I mean Ben Ben nothing gets Benedict Cumberbatch. He was great in it, but everything, but but like it was just like they tried to play it off like he wasn't con, and then surprise. He is con, and it was just like it, I just didn't. I didn't like it. Didn't yeah, like but it. the amount of the amount of actors that were in that movie that were from like some form of a geekdom, like uh, the dad at the beginning of the movie that blew up the That's library. Not up for a good movie, though. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying it's like a good, a good. Uh... Oh fuck! I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> reference yeah. points like, you like hey there's this guy and this guy and you for can like... sake, the bad guy the bad the, the second bad guy in the movie was and spoilers um uh, robocop oh yes no yeah yeah mm-hmm. and uh, batman from name? the dark knight Ri- or returns mm-hmm. uh peter weller peter weller yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Weller. he was in uh star trek uh, what was it? What was it called? Into Darkness. Yeah. Nice. I didn't know that. Again, I haven't seen that one. So. I guess that's um, why I said spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. Well, how dare you? Because now it's spoiled. I'm kidding. Oh, you'll no, be all right. I can't watch the movie now. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. I, I apologize for spoiling a movie for you that's been out for like ten years. <laughs> for, uh, yeah. <laughs> for a decade. How dare you? Uh, it's guys, been a while. Yeah. I've got to go. Um, I'm getting. I'm getting text messages from. Uh, another so uh, um i'm trying to think if there's i'm looking at my notes and I'm, i think we've covered everything because i wanted to talk about the star wars stuff uh yeah i think that's it that's pretty much it um but yeah i wish crumbs was here so we could talk about uh more uh death metal stuff but yeah i gotta <laughs> run so obviously uh continue as you will and then send the audio over and i'll match it up to what i've got so drop your plugs. uh do i drop your plugs before you go oh god okay yeah so uh horror comics podcast um fuck i don't know what my plugs are hold on let me look at my twitter what's the, is it horror, horror comics pod maybe yeah. i don't ever fucking get on there i apologize folks but uh, let's Horror see. Comics Pod. You can find him at RevRem. <laughs> like, <laughs> you go through this for at RevRem on Twitter. Uh, I'm trying to actually hit my profile on uh, Twitter right now for Horror Comics Podcast, and it's not going to it. Well, we just told you Horror Comics Pods. Jesus. Yeah, it's Horror Comics Pod. Well, now Horror I'm just mad because I'm like, why is my Twitter not working? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I'm just going to my. That's okay. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Horror Comics Pod uh, on Twitter. Hey, you know, at RevRem on Twitter. That's my personal, <laughs> as they just said uh, six times. And uh, I'd love to hear from everyone. So, And also, uh, DC Comics Squadcast. DC Comics uh, Squadcast is the uh, DC Comics uh, centric show that we have. So, uh, dudes, it's been awesome. Absolutely. TPG Christmas Party. Uh, I'm out of here. Please continue and uh, and uh, cover more Christmas content than we have because we have failed at doing shit about Christmas. Yeah, Jesus. what Christmas? We're talking about what? 
we're still on Sam Hain right now. What's going on? Wait, me, me, and, me and Eric about a fight about eggnog right now. So there we go. That's is I that don't drink eggnog. Me neither. Either. How the fuck are we gonna fight about something? I don't know. We can we gonna find a way to fight about eggnog. Well, let's fight about why we don't drink eggnog. Okay, I will pretend. I will pretend to like eggnog, <laughs> and we can fight about it. I will find okay. a way. <laughs> All right, guys. I love you guys seriously. Right, I, real, for real. And I, I, I just want to uh, reiterate the sentiments from the beginning of our recording that, like, I don't think you know all of us would be here without each other, regardless. And uh, you guys are awesome. I love your shows. I love each and every one of you. So uh, I'm out of here. Good night and take peace, care. Man. And take huh? it easy, man. Yeah. Peace. All right. <laughs> take care. <laughs> uh, you and me now. It's you yeah, and me. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude. All right. Oh, oh, shit. It just dawned on me. There was one that, I, that both of them would have been fucking perfect to answer. Mm-hmm. Nightmare Before Christmas. Is it watched at Halloween or Christmas? Okay, all right. So, Nightmare Before Christmas is you can start watching it Halloween, and you can go roll right on through right into Christmas. That the gates open at Halloween, and you can watch it before Halloween. You know, like just like going into Halloween and all the way through, and that's what we do. Like seriously, like that that movie is replayed from you know before going into Halloween all the way through Christmas in my house. It's I mean, not- it, it, it could it could be watched all year long for me. I mean, yeah. for Christ's sake, I have That's a great. Jack Skellington tattoo. So I know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, shit. We damn sure didn't talk a lot about Christmas, but that's fine because it's just, it's a Christmas party. You don't have to talk about Christmas. This is no. just everybody finding out what the fuck we do, how yeah. we all get along, how we all met, how, what, 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 what our shows are basically about, which is pretty much just everybody getting together and bullshit. <laughs> right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Um, so, uh, yeah, freaking yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, mission accomplished. Yeah, we dude. Done, we have done exactly what I was hoping for, which is just be just random as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's exactly. I was like, and all day, I'm like, shit, how the hell is it going to turn out? What are we going to talk about? What's going on? Dude, here? I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually worried about tomorrow's show because I'm, I'm just like, people are going to listen to this and they're just going to be like, these guys are just need a fucking hug. <laughs> really? Dude, you don't understand, man. A Doctor Who Christmas special is fucking like, I cry at the end of just about every one of them because something fucking significant happens that changes the whole show. And it's just like, but I don't want this yet. But so so they make a mark. Like, it's like Christmas. This is where I'm going to break your heart. Like every year, they're just like, this is like, yeah. The fuck? That's that's not cool. Dude, trust me though. If you watch it, you'll be into it, and they'll be like, "I, I want more people that are in our circle to just like give it a try, and just be like, okay, then you guys can come on and you know tell me what you like, tell me what you didn't like." Yeah, because well, I think I think my thing my thing with <clears throat> with Doctor Who is that there's so much. There's so like, I mean, it's good. It's been going on for about as long as I've been alive. And so it's like, I, I remember watching 
I don't know. I'm not up with the numbers of what Doctor Who it is and, and all that or the actor, but I had the guy with the scarf. That was Tom Baker. The big, ugly, striped scarf. So Tom that Baker, guy, Tom Baker was the G of the of the classic Doctor Who. Eighties, so right? Like you know, and well, and technically, so that, Doctor Who started in the sixties. Okay, but the, like the one that I saw in oh, the eighties yeah, yeah. on television, he had this scarf and everything, and and so like that that's the one that I know, and so I know it's been going on for a long time. And the thing is, with me, it sounds so many. People are so into it, and it sounds like something that I would be interested in, but it's the time investment. Actually, and that's what it is. It's like I would actually like I, I need to I have books I need to read for work, and I need like things that I need to learn instead, or even like comic books that I'd rather read. And it, it's like <clears throat> it, it's the whole time investment thing that I don't that I don't have, even though it's something that I would I, I admit I would probably love it. It's just, I don't have the time. If I can drop something for you, yep. I never watched a single episode of classic who until after I watched the stuff that started in 2005, that oh, is really? 12 seasons. And every season is on HBO max right now from 2005 to now. Yeah. And that is the stuff that I would recommend you start with. Cause nowadays the classic stuff, it could be a bit much to, to, to weigh down on, but mm -hmm. I mean, some selling points that might get you more interested are some of the actors that are in it. Um, the first, well, technically he's called, he's considered the ninth doctor, but the first one that we got in 2005 was uh, Christopher Eccleston. Um, he was actually the dark elf from the, the leader of the dark elves in Thor two. Oh, Mekalika, 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 I can't remember his name. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah I can't. Yeah. Oh, shit. What the hell was that? That was name. Oh, God. Yeah, he was in um, one Honestly, of the... Seconds. Shit. Yeah, but no, the, the character that he played was in um, one of the latest Marvel events that was awful. I know who you're talking about, yeah. Um, but yeah, but I, it, it, I mean, that dark world was so bad. It was, it was, oh, but he was a damn good doctor. The, the 10th yeah. doctor, which is the one we got after him was played by David Tennant, who was Kilgrave in Jessica Jones. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely he, fucking brilliant. Oh dude. If you love him in that, you're going to absolutely love him playing the doctor. Yeah. He I know. I know he played the doctor. Yeah. Um, yeah. dude, he was, uh, that, uh, Jessica Jones was a great TV that and even showed in ratings for Netflix. That was, that's why it lasted longer than most of the other Netflix shows because I'm it was great. Daredevil didn't last as long. I know, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. But like <laughs> Jessica Jones saw, had more viewers than Daredevil, Daredevil because and it Daredevil was like, was great. yeah, it was, it was fucking great. And like, man, especially the way that Daredevil ended with Bullseye, and he's yes. finally he's gonna get the Bullseye and everything, and like, like no more. God, I love I love Bullseye, but Jessica Jones, and created by Brian Michael Bendis, and you know I have my issues with him, but that is a character that he made that I absolutely love, and that oh, and Miles so Morales, fucking good. Miles Morales is great too. He, I mean, when he was a Marvel, he did some great character development and great stuff and then 
Yeah, um, but uh, but like Jessica Jones, that I love that show so much, and I really hope it went went on further. But he in that first season, and he was a lot in the second season, a lot post mortem. That dude was brilliant on that show. Oh yeah, he was uh, he was the best part of that show. I mean, he was one of the few like villains they've had for the Netflix series that was like brave enough to talk shit to Luke Cage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. No one wanted to talk shit to Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. uh, I will say that uh, the 11th Doctor, I don't know anything that he's been in besides uh, he was a AI in one of the latest Terminator movies, and he played Charlie Manson in the biopic that just came out not long ago that I didn't make it halfway through, but his companions in the show uh one of them amy she was uh nebula from guardians of the galaxy oh yeah yeah she was in uh, jumanji yeah and jumanji yeah yeah uh her husband in the show arthur duvall or arthur darville uh he was rip hunter from legends of tomorrow oh shit really so he had history in time travel before he got on Legends. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome! I mean, Rip Hunter. I I never watched uh, watched that TV show, but like Rip Hunter is like a legendary character, like one of the first that not many people know about. First, like, he's like one of the first freaking comic book characters, like try, time traveler. Rip Hunter's been around for fucking ever, for hey, fucking, fucking ever. Long. Yeah, but yeah. Um, that's awesome, dude. That's great. I mean, that's why, that's why I just constantly like, like I said, I've just, 2020 has been such a year. The comic books have just been disappointing me left and yeah. right with the endings. Like I've said in our chats, I'm just like, dude, like Joker war. It had so much potential to do something that I was, I don't care. I'll say it. I was hoping that we would have had Batman break his rule. Oh, of killing. Yeah. Yes. Because think about all the people nowadays. That's a, that's like a big hot topic with uh, Batman v Superman. Oh, Batman doesn't kill. Why is he killing people in the Batman v Superman? I'm like, well, Golden Age Batman did. Yeah, but this isn't Golden Age Batman. Like, dude, okay, fuck it. You, you have set up the perfect storyline where Batman has no other choice. All the shit that has been caused by this maniac, and he has only one way that he can stop him. You got a man falling apart. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing is like in his first episode, his first issue, Batman killed. Dropped that dude in the acid. He was like, he deserved it, basically, is what he said, right? But that was before it's really it's really difficult to balance that shit because that was before he had any character. That was like first episode, like first, I'm sorry, first issue. Like nobody had any character then. Superman was a fucking dick when he came out. Like he was an asshole. He was showing off. He was like grabbing people like, hey, I can do this and that and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and like nobody had any character development back then. So, yeah, Batman was killing people in his early days before he actually had character. He had any character development of who he actually was. And it grew to to get to that point. But also, I mean, you're talking about this is a character that is in, in when you talk about BVS, you're talking about a character that has been inspired by the Dark Knight, who's gone through some fucking real shit for 20 years. And 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 so, yeah, man, he might not like to kill people. But he's got to 
especially yeah. like that freaking um and i'm sorry man th there's two all right the most batman scene of all time is that warehouse scene oh absolutely that, that is the best the most batman scene ever caught on film is that warehouse scene he's coming out of the walls he's he's getting people in the shoulder and pinning them down he's fucking killing people because he has to he has no fucking choice to when that when freaking when um kbg says like i'm gonna kill her he's like i believe you and then he fucking like he blocks her with a with a cape and rolls out of the way so he blasts himself and like seriously that is the most batman thing caught on film ever it is like that is batman that is what he does and even in um uh i know some people have a problem with uh superman returns right superman returns a lot of people have problems with that that movie oh yeah with brandon like, you know, the sequel yeah yeah the most superman thing ever caught on film like i love man of steel is my favorite film of all time my favorite comic book movie of all time is man of steel however superman returns when he takes that airplane and he lands it down there's nothing more superman than that even first flight from man of steel uh, like he when that that one scene like so you can like there there's these certain things that people have so many issues with with the entire movie overall or what they do and all that but it, when you get down to the base of the character especially with like bvs and batman that is like the most like batman thing ever ever i'm sorry he's killing people he's got no other option he's everyone, trying to save somebody everyone makes you know? the big deal about the batmobile scene but what about the whole whole scene in the in the warehouse? That one clip, real quick, where he like puts the guy up against the wall and then immediately just like pulls the knife out of himself and like stabs the guy oh. with it. Yeah, I'm just like, no one's saying he's, anything about that. He's done, dude. This guy is done. He's just like he's so fed up with everything that he's been through, and 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 it just not he's not making an impact at all. You know, like he's been in this game for 20 plus years and there is still crime. It's still corrupt. There's all this shit going on. And he has now seen an alien that could just destroy the entire earth. This guy's just been through the fucking ringer through the ringer. He's beat up. He's he old. Lost he's lost a Robin, you know, like some, one of his villains has killed one of his friends, his Robin, and he's just been, he's lost his mind. Of course he's going to do that shit. Do you accept uh, Zack Snyder's uh, choice to make the one that he lost Dick Grayson? You know what? I actually do. <laughs> you no. Know, and here's the thing. I actually do because the only, and the only way that one of the only ways that you can actually see Bruce getting to where he is in that point is by a losing dick. A yeah. dick is a, you know, so, I mean, he's lost his fucking head. He has, he's gone down, a, down this big spiral. He has lost his mind. He has lost everything that he believes in. Even Alfred tells him he's losing his mind. Even Alfred does not agree with the things that he's doing. Now, Dick still is out, still is out there, and Todd, Jason Todd, is the one who died. It, it, and like, 
yeah, that would hurt him extremely as it has. Like, you know, like Jason Todd, his death was extremely important and, and, and he, it haunts him every day. However, if it was Dick, if it was the first Robin, you know, like it, it's, it's like, so it doesn't expect. Yeah. I think that it, it, what you're seeing is that is a part of the road that he's on. He lost his first, very first Robin. The first Robin that he had, who is Dick, who is just one of the greatest guys on the planet, is he's not a punk like Jason was. He's not, you know, he he wasn't trying to pop the tires off the of the freaking Batmobile. He was Dick Grayson, but the very time, first Robin that he props. took under his wing and tried to lead him in the right path after losing his parents. That's the one who died. So we cut it off from there. The Jason Todd never went into it. Then freaking Tim never went into it. And then you know what I mean? So the very he the very first kid that he brought under his wing fucking died because of him. It was his fault. It wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for him. So I get it. I get it. He, he's weird. like this guy is going through some shit, man. He's like that that BVS super that BVS Batman is like really scarred. He's not and and, and I mean, it's Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne is not a well person. No. He, I mean, he's he's just naturally he's not. He dresses up like a bat every fucking night. He commits breaking and entering. He assaults a battery. Like he dresses up like a fucking bat every night and swings through buildings. He's fucking insane. He's not well. Now, if you lose that and you have a guy dressed up like a clown like that, it's fucking destroying everything, everything that this one character has done in this this one world you got a batman that's like we're talking in dark knight dark knight returns batman is what his character was based on that's what you get oh absolutely that's what you get so yeah. i do agree I, at first i was like really you're gonna kill off dick grayson instead of jason Todd? and i was like wait that it makes sense it, it i was like wait like he's losing his shit it makes sense that it People would be stop dick. talking shit about why he was the way he was in Batman v Superman. That's why. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's been through some shit. And also you're talking about like a freaking the Martha thing pisses me off to no end. It pisses me off to no end because we got, you've got a guy who is, has lost everything. And, and then you have, you get this guy who this alien, he believes his, he, I mean, he's an alien. He's destroying shit. He could just fly off the handle, destroy the entire earth. You've got this one human being who's been fighting like crimes for the past 20 years on in Gotham. And now he's trying to protect the entire world. He's trying to do what he can to, to protect the entire world because there's an alien that's just can just destroy the entire planet whenever he wants to. And, one and so day he's finally, he works it out. He gets it done. He actually succeeds. Batman actually wins that fight, right? Oh, yeah. He, he, wins, he actually wins that. The reason why he wins that fight is because Superman's not going to kill him. Because Superman's trying to trying to talk to him. He's trying to, you know, hey, Bruce, we can, you know, just, you know, and, and if Superman really wanted to, it'd be over, like, you know, but he's trying to talk to him and everything. But it doesn't matter. Bruce still wins that fight. And then when and when Superman realizes that he's going to die, he's like, please save Martha. And then it's like it, Bruce has felt every single day, every he wakes up every single night reliving his parents' death with his father saying his mother's name, which is Martha. Like he's like 
he's haunted by this. This is why he's such, why he is, why he, who he is. And this is why he's Batman because of his parents' death. He relives the, relives this every fucking single night. And then somebody's like, please save Martha. You, you know, you can't tell me that somebody's gonna be like, wait, what? What did you say? You know, like it's like, and people make fun of it so much. Well, oh, the Martha thing, blah, blah, blah. It was done in the Marvel movies with freaking Bucky. Bucky's alive. Bucky's alive. What? Bucky's alive? And it's the same fucking thing. But this is somebody talking about their own mother. Please save Martha. And he's like, holy shit. And he realizes that he's not talking about Martha, his mother. He's talking Martha, his own mother. This person, this alien who is out, he, like, he's a real person. He has people that he loves. He's got people that he's trying to protect. He's a good person. And, and yeah, all this other shit has happened. But you're talking about another living fucking being, which goes back to the no-kill code. <laughs> he's like, he's not just some brainless fucking alien. This is a human. This is a person. He's not human, but he's a person. And that's what makes, it makes him, like, connect. And all of a sudden, I'm going to help you. Yeah, you know, totally like it, it's it that one thing. Please say, Martha. What what did you just just say? Because Martha's name is mother. He's haunted. He's an ill person in his brain. He's haunted by his mother's death. The pearls dropping and everything. Same name. Wait, you've got a mother that you love too, and she's alive and she's in danger. I'm gonna save Martha because I did not get to save my Martha. I'm gonna save your Martha, Martha, right now. You know, so I, it, that I, I, I freaking it drives me nuts every time people make fun of that scene because they just don't get it. Like well, the it connection funny. of if you put yourself in your own that situation. I didn't you know? even realize that until that moment. This tells you how much of a Superman fan I am. I didn't realize his mom's name was Martha. No, both of them. That that's one of the things. It's been a thing for a while that both of their names of Mar- Martha I've and it was just before. Zach Snyder decided to. Hey, they're guess what? Both their names Martha were they, but no, yeah, they've always been Martha. Yeah, yeah. I, all I know is that uh, he, he, Batman won it. I don't remember. And, and <laughs> I do get one of the jokes. One of the jokes that I do find funny about the whole Martha scene is when they say, "Why do uh, your mom's name is Martha too?" And then all of a sudden, like, do we just become best friends? And it's like the stepbrother scene. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that was <laughs> great. Fun. They do because they do, you know, they, it's like all of a sudden it's like, dude, I'm going to, you know what? I didn't get to save my Martha. I'm saving yours. And then they, all of a sudden they're like besties, like, you know, picky swear, <laughs> you know, and like, and it all of a sudden it happens quick, but it leads to the most bad fucking epic fucking shit after that. You know, it's like, ah, the last thing I'll say about that is, uh, if they come up, to where they keep Ben Affleck and they end up bringing Martian Manhunter into like the Justice League mm-hmm. uh, Snyder Cut version. If we don't get the line from New Frontier that we got or in, in that movie with between Bruce and Johns, I might be a little disappointed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, if we don't get that whole, you know, him having trust issues with everybody... You know, and him talking to John's talking about uh, and make no mistake about it. My instincts tell me that you're to be trusted, but I have a six million dollar piece of rock for the alien in Metropolis. For you, all I need is a penny for a book of matches. (laughs) Well, the thing that 
I wish I the the thing that I want though is because now they're adding characters, they're adding, they're doing, you know, they're adding scenes and all that. Just like I wish there was a thing, something in the whole thing that was this is the way it was supposed to be. Like because now he's adding characters like uh Jared Leto's Joker is gonna now be in it. We don't know how long. It could be a flash scene. It could be just like like really quick, right? Um, but like he's adding all this stuff. I just wish that part of the whole thing was okay, you can make your movie, but it's going to be the way that you intended it to be, you know, like make sure that you're not adding things and not doing editing things because that's what I want to see. I want to see what was supposed to be in that movie theater, not okay, not Zack Snyder gets a second chance and now he gets to add shit. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he gets to like make it longer and do that. I want to see actually what was supposed to be on that in that movie theater in November for freaking 2016 or 17, whatever the year it was. I want to see what he intended to be without the add-ons that was not in it. That now he's like, you know what we can have in? Let's have Harley Quinn and let's have Joker and let's have this and that. You know, like I just, I want the original thing that he intended because that's what I want to see that day. I was, I've been waiting for that movie my entire fucking life. Now my entire life, I was waiting for a justice league movie. Now think about it this way. What if he's adding this stuff because everything that happened in his personal life happened before he could get to that point of the filming. So they just pretty much had to cookie cut everything. It was like everything was filmed though. Oh, okay. No, when he, when he, uh, when it's because it's so, you get all these stuff that, especially when it was happened and said he had to leave because his, his daughter's suicide, which is, oh my God, like freaking holy shit. That's crazy. Like, God, um, but then you find out that he was forced to quit, and and it, it what didn't actually have to do anything with her because she committed suicide like what like half a year before that or something, something crazy, and and then he was forced to quit, and now they put this person they put Joss Whedon who was originally hired to do the Batgirl film, right? He was hired to do Batgirl, and then they replaced him to finish up justice league and all that. And so it was actually, it was a bunch of lies in the beginning of what they were doing. So he, but up supposedly he was done filming when they fired him. And then Joss Whedon took over and started doing his reshoots, which was most of the movie. Um, and yeah, dude. So like, but it's like, I want, I want what he originally wanted. Cause that's what I wanted to see, you know, instead of, instead of doing additions and adding all these different scenes, because now you can do it because you now got the green light, you know, like it's just like, yeah. Um, I'm hoping that 2021 is a whole lot better than what we had this year. But uh, my cat is currently letting me know that it is time for me to get off because she wants to be fed. Is it your cat or your wife's like, Jesus no. Christ, get off. <laughs> no, no, no. Playing Animal Crossing. She's, she's perfectly fine. She's <laughs> it's your cat. <laughs> no, it's literally my cat. She was in here clawing my leg again. Yeah. And now she's in there trying to crawl on my child. So yeah, it's time to feed her fat ass. <laughs> All right, man. Well, Hey, uh, yeah, dude. Uh, Christmas party. It was awesome, dude. Hell yeah, dude. This has been, this is a good idea, man. I'm so glad that we went through with this. 
Yeah, dude. Two and a half hours in. Hell yeah. It's going to be a hell of a show. Yeah, we went dude. everywhere. Everywhere but Christmas. Right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I was thinking Christmas like Christmas carols. We're going to sing Christmas carols together. And Jesus. I don't know about that part. <laughs> you don't want to sing. You don't want to sing Marshmallow World with me. I don't even know Marshmallow Worlds. It's a marshmallow world that we live in. No, oh, geez, uh... <laughs> All right, man. Well, it's yep. really, it's a, a dude. It's so good to see your face. And yeah, uh, it. it's always yeah, good to see you guys. Yeah, dude. So uh, you have a merry Christmas, and we'll you talk to you soon. Where you're from? What's that? You gotta tell people your your show and stuff and plugs and all oh, that. Oh Jesus, where am I from? All right, was, all right. So, <laughs> uh, grapes and capes is the podcast. Grapes and capes. Uh, also, the wine stalker, as in like the creepy kind of stalking, not stocking shelves. My name is Joey Casco. So there's also Joey at Joey Casco, or whatever you want to do. You want to? I don't know. I don't freaking care at this point. I want to like go to bed. <laughs> That's what I want to do. And uh, yeah, yeah, the grapes and grapes and capes is the podcast. I got a blind blog, the wine stalker, and I'm Joey Casco. That's it. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Eric. We'll talk to you soon, man. All right, take man. Care. You take it easy. Bye.